comes down. Alan Box was a normal man with a wife, children, a summer home in Opalaka, and a chain of radio stations. Well, normal that is until just three weeks ago. Hi, honey. How was your day? Unbelievable. Terminal. There's nothing but subhuman douchebags out there. Alan Box is suffering from Neil Rogers disease. Have you canceled the Miami Herald yet? But, honey, we don't subscribe to the Herald. Oh, now that's a cop-out. What kind of a lame excuse is that? Just say no to El Herald, sir. Huh? People afflicted with Neil Rogers' disease have lost the ability to communicate like normal human beings. What's the matter with you? Blue-haired old bags from Pembroke Pines. You know, the Yenfis who say, Oh, Neil, how can you say those nasty things? Running around stealing sweet and low. Can I get you anything? How about those bag boys at Winn-Dixie? You know, it doesn't hurt to look. Incredible. Neil Rogers' disease, a growing South Florida epidemic. Please, help us find a cure. Honey, it's Friday night. You know what that means. Hey, you know what I got? A nine. A nine! What's Lee Fowler got? Three point something? <laughs> Send your tax-deductible contributions today in care of Hot 105. <laughs> Terminal. Unbelievable. Is it really? 10.08. Well, listen, he, wait, he waited two minutes today before he slinked in here. Wasn't that good? Well, let's see. Who do I have to thank? I guess I have to thank you, yeah, for the great job that you did while I was away. <clears throat> Kyle's already shaking his head in dismay. Well, listen, we lie a lot, you know. And uh, Mike Spindell. In fact, that's what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to take a poll as to whether I should do the show to today. Okay? Did you hear that on, uh, what day was that, Sunday? For an hour? A poll. A poll on whether he should do the show yesterday. <laughs> How'd it come out? The wrong way. <laughs> and uh, who else? Fred Schatz? Fred Schatz was great. Why Excellent. does it sound so strange in here again? Have they been messing with stuff? Doesn't it sound peculiar in here? Like hollow. No. Like real barely. You sound... strange. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, listen, you want to take another couple of days and maybe I'll get my no. voice back. No. Mike Wolf did today. Mike Wolf, we thank Mike for, uh, you know, whatever he did. <laughs> and you have to thank me. I already did oh, once. Okay. All right. Once was more than enough. Okay. Yeah, I sound strange here this morning. Huh? It's not really me. So don't blame me. I guess it must have been that one exciting day I spent in Detroit. When the high was 59, and it rained all day from the time I got off the plane to the time I had enough sense to get out of that town, it never stopped raining, and the high was 59. <laughs> you know, now I realize why I left the north. I will never go back up north again. Never, ever. And those of you idiots out there, oh, I miss the change of season, the ch to see the leaves falling. Look at it on a picture postcard, will you? Forget it. It's a joke. It's a tragedy. And it was still summer when you were yeah, up there. Right. Before Labor mm -hmm. Day. Yeah. yeah, the summer there lasted about two days. <laughs> not not consecutively, necessarily. <laughs> there is no summer anymore up north. Forget it. But Batavia Downs was okay, and I, uh, you know, cashed a lot of tickets and won money every night at Batavia Downs, and then came back here to plunge my brains out at Calder, which is another story. Oh, really? A pummeling seldom seen in the history of paramutual wagering. <laughs> seldom seen. And if Michael Lee is listening this morning, 
That ride on the six horse in the, uh, whatever, the ninth race yesterday on a scale of zero, that, you know, you realize I tore up my Calder pants last night. That's how disgusted I am. They were open. hearing those messages. I'll be saying, hey, there's nothing like spending. Uh, I, there's nowhere I'd rather be on a great summer afternoon than at Calder. And that's true, if I could afford it. <laughs> but I got news for you. Even those of us with the deep pockets, you know, can mm -hmm. only go so long. And Mike Gonzalez had a great day yesterday. He had four winners, and I had three of them, and God bless him. <laughs> but he's the only guy I cash on out there, and most of his horses go off three to five, you know. So it's a... Uh, Grim situation. Is that the word? Grim. grim. Is that the word you want and to And then use? to top it off, this guy and his girlfriend, who never go to the track, they went there yesterday because I talk about it all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. And the closest I came to really hitting it big, I had a 4-7-10. Per now, nobody cares about this, but I have to tell it anyway. <laughs> I've got the 4-7-10 perfected box, like in the fourth race, okay? The 4 takes the lead in the stretch, the five is second, and the ten is coming with Mike Gonzalez on the outside. Can't miss second. And I've got a $3 Perfecta box. Four ten is going to pay about 250 bucks, which means I've got $375 coming back mm -hmm. if the ten horse gets second. The ten is going to pass the five like he's standing still, right? <laughs> Wrong! All of a sudden, here's Balthazar on the rail who can't get arrested, coming back with a five horse, and they finish almost dead even at the wire. And I run over to the monitor, and I watch the replay, and the ten gets beat by a eighteenth of an inch <laughs> per second. And I just heave my tickets in the air, sit down in the chair, slump down in the chair in disgust. Now this guy, who never goes to the track, and his young blonde girlfriend come racing over, and he hands me a ticket. Dollar try box, four, five, ten. Wow. Which the $2 tribe paid $2,100. He collect. He doesn't know a horse from his elbow, this guy, and he's collecting $1,100. But isn't that like... Runs to the window, cashes the ticket, comes back, hands me a $5 bill, and leaves. <laughs> isn't that the way it always is, though? People, you know, don't know anything about horses. <laughs> it was just the upset. And then me. I get Michael Lee, who's standing straight up. Straight, he's two lengths off the lead with his horse, 19 to 1. And now he's standing straight up, and he goes all the way back to dead last on the turn. Way last, okay? <laughs> now he gets the horse in gear, and he's running like a maniac on the turn, passes half of the field, and finishes a desperate fifth. <laughs> I know I shouldn't. Michael Lee. I know I shouldn't laugh, but just a little chuckle. I know you're upset. Boy, you're upset. Upset. Yeah. To say the best. I love Calder, but they don't love me. You didn't really tear your pass up. Oh yes. You? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And how did uh, Mr. Calder do? Mr. Calder's been doing just fine. He keeps cashing tickets. He keeps pulling them out of somewhere. I don't know where. Well, he's never going to have to go back to work. Of course not. That's what you think. Just wait till Hiley opens. It'll be all over. But Calder Magic. He only wins at tracks named after him. Right. I there aren't too many. So I guess if I could find Rogers Downs or some Neil Downs, I would do great, you know. Uh, boy, a lot of things have happened since I left. I see Sandy's on the air. And do uh, you know that's the only talk show in America where the host and the guest lie down? When the show is going on. It's true. I tuned her in for about 30 seconds this morning, and she had some lawyer on, and they were both... I mean, nobody can be sitting up and be that boring. You know, it can sound asleep. 
So I think they must have reclining chairs. They could do that show from a hospital bed. Exactly. In fact, most of the listeners must be in hospital beds. <laughs> and if they're not, they're going to be in a coma very shortly <laughs> and soon in some kind of a bed somewhere. Boy, she is so boring. Unbelievable. I have a real depressing story to tell. i got a lot of oh, depressing great. stories to tell. That's what the audience loves. Oh, I know. Because they're stuck down here. They don't realize how good they've got it. The I weather know. is great. Everything else thinks, but the weather is great. The and best. i got news to you. When it's the end of August and it's 59 for the high and feels like about 30. Oh, we had wind chill up there oh, too, yeah. in August. The only good thing in Detroit was Dick Purton, who is still on the air. He's on Z95.5 or something like that. Yeah. And he's still got about three people that do the show <laughs> with him, including one guy who sounds just like Casey Kasem. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And Purton is still, you know, doing talk-ups and stepping all over the record intentionally. And oh, just, great. Uh, it's great. And he's got Casey Jr. with him. Yeah. <laughs> and about two other people. It's a real show in a real city, but unfortunately the weather there is pathetic, yeah. so uh, good luck to him. The only good thing in Detroit besides the Dick Purton show was White Castle hamburgers. Oh, my gosh. With a drive through Oh, no. I was only there a day and a half, and I went through the drive through three times at White Castle. <laughs> And some of you out there, you know, the people in the audience give more misinformation on these talk shows. Oh, Topinka's is closed. That restaurant's been closed. It's not closed. It's still open. It's a huge restaurant there on um, Telegraph and Six Mile or Seven Mile, whatever the hell it is. And they had a full-page ad in the Detroit Free Press. And when I kept going by there and I saw all the cars there and then I saw the ad in the Free Press, I figured they probably are not closed. <laughs> I mean, there aren't too many places that buy a full-page ad in the newspaper when they're closed. You not, know? not too many. <laughs> I mean, it would be something to open the Herald tomorrow. For those of you who still get it, see a full-page ad for the um, Monk's Inn. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> we closed six years ago, but, um, you know, we still like to, little PR, like to keep in touch with our friends. And especially with the Pope coming, uh, you never know. Wouldn't he be great if the Monk's Inn were still open? They could put the Pope to work there as a waiter. With that silly little frock, you know, that he wears, that little dress. And his beanie, it would be great. And Channel 7, by the way, and you notice I stalled about 10 minutes after that spot. Um, can you believe that they're doing that thing? Wear a ribbon for peace oh, the two no. days, Thursday and Friday, when the Pope is here? Mm. Like, all of us are supposed to be caught up in this thing. I thought he was Catholic. Am I wrong? Is he non-denominational now? He's bigger than life. <laughs> and if you've seen him lately, uh, yeah. believe me. Yeah. He has to go to the tall and big men shop to get his dress. <laughs> you can't say that. I just said it. I know. He gets his dress the same place that Joey Reynolds gets his. <laughs> Joey Pinto. Welcome to town, Joey. I can't believe it. I heard him for about three minutes this morning. He is so bad mm -hmm. that it's unbelievable. And he's trying to do... I don't know what it is he's trying to do because he plays no music and he brags about it. Right. It's a comedy show. Allegedly. It is? Allegedly. Uh, well, that's and what he, he did says. this big build-up on his Bruce Springsteen cut that he was going to play. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. And we, by the way, Joey Pinto, a.k.a. Joey Reynolds, uh, I guess has been taking shots at me. He doesn't even know who I am. He has no idea who you Never are. Never heard me in his life. He taught you everything you know. Taught me everything I know. The he... guy doesn't even know me. <laughs> but I know him. Oh, do I know him. They're I got some great stories about him, yeah. In New York. There was a group called the Rockin' Rebels who had a record called Wild Weekend on oh, yeah, Swan yeah. Records many years ago as an instrumental. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember. And it was a Tommy Shannon's theme song. And Tom Shannon and Joey Reynolds worked at WKBW in Buffalo, which is where Joey was successful, and he should have stayed there forever because <laughs> that's the only place he made it was in Buffalo. 
And that's because the people there were all like a block of ice. They never thought out. They couldn't change the dial. So Joe, Joey was very successful. You know, it was the only station in the market with a signal. And anyway, these kids that made that record on Swan Records, I don't want to say who they had a contract with, who their uh, agents were. I don't want to mention any names. They never collected a dime in royalties. And that record was released several times and overall sold over a million records. Mm -hmm. And they never saw a penny of the royalties. And when they, you know, tried to get a lawyer and do something about it, uh, nobody could find their contract and it disappeared. What contract? You know, it's like here. When Gilbertson comes down again, I'll say, hey, what contract? You don't have a contract. I'll say, but what about this? Oh, you must have made that up. We don't have any copy of that. You know, it's the way it is in this business. As they say in West Hylia, it's a dog-eat-dog business. And I had a deep... Well, not only did I have a depressing day at Calder yesterday, I'm sitting at home, and I called Stan, and I said, well, let's go have... Let's at least go eat a good meal somewhere, right? So he says, okay, I'll be over in about 10, 15 minutes. I put the phone down. Two minutes later, it rings. And I thought, well, he's calling back. He had some brainstorm of where to go eat. Right? Wrong. <laughs> I mean, here I've plunged my brains out. I am so depressed. I'm tearing up my Calder Pass, which for me is like blasphemy, okay? Yeah. And whose voice do you think is on the other end of that line? I can't imagine. Well, let me take the break. <laughs> I bet you there are a lot of people in the audience who already know. All I, you have to do is mention the word depressed. Oh, no. And it no. gives them a very good clue. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Oh, no. <sighs> oh, boy. 21 past 10. <laughs> At WINZ, we'll come right back. Mr. Cassidy, were you at any time aware that money from the arms sales to Iran was being illegally diverted to the Contras. You know, Mr. Senator, I'm glad you asked that question. Because the Contras are guerrilla fighters. And guerrillas always remind me of the monkeys. And isn't it great that after all these years, they're once again the heartthrob of teenagers all across the U.S. of A. Mr. Casey, will you just answer the question? Well, sir, there's nothing I'd like better. But on the advice of counsel, I must regrettably and respectfully decline your request. But don't go away, because I'm going to take the fifth. And of course, I can only mean the fifth dimension. The year was 1967 when this... Mr. Casey, will the guard remove this man from the chamber immediately? Seize those timetables and have you ejected. 24 past 10 at WINZ. I do sound strange today, don't I? I'm having withdrawal symptoms. From? From being back in the building. Oh. And from that phone call I had last night. Oh, it was yeah. so depressing. Before I get into the phone call, though, <laughs> we got a lot of sick people in this audience. You know what? We really do have a lot of sick people in the audience. You have noticed. Yeah. Anyway, sitting there minding my own business. It's Labor Day, right? It's a holiday. You don't call up people that you know. I don't want to say friends because I would not use that word in regard to this individual. Acquaintances. Acquaintances on a holiday and depress them, would you? Colleagues, no. Especially I would never somebody that. that helped to get you a job. <laughs> but don't forget, it's not important in life that you succeed, but that your friends fail. Just remember that. And this particular individual is probably the premier advocate of that philosophy. I agree. <laughs> Making a life career now being a professional troublemaker <laughs> has he left the big plop oh yet? yeah he's gone bob pardon me for being depressing lassiter 
on the phone. Is there who a... called for two reasons. One, to tell me that he finally got out of WPLP. He's not working problem. for this company anymore. Right. And he went to WFLA, and he's right. doing great, and they love him. And You're he's not kidding. making as much money as he had been suggesting he was going to make, but he's doing great. You know, four fifty an hour, something like that. <laughs> he's doing great. And with his talent, that's, uh, you know, overpaid at worst. And number two, Uh-oh. like the guy's writing a book or something. He must be writing a book. Wanted to find out the true story about all these wild rumors he's hearing. Oh, about you? I should have asked him, are you writing a book, Bob? Are you writing my life story? <laughs> on Labor Day, on a holiday. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The man calls up. Matters not. To tell me all of these wild <laughs> things about how Bob Gilbertson is still bad-mouthing me and talking to the management of WPLP in Tampa and wants to fire me and is very upset and having a nervous breakdown and about how Tim Williams, our national sales manager, is telling the people over there that they can't sell this show and that there's no advertising on this show and on and on and on and on. And by the time I got through, I didn't know whether to cut up my Calder Pass or cut up Lasseter. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if he would have been closer, I would have liked to have tried to do both at the same time. I could have taped the pass over his heart. <laughs> And use one of those skewers, you know, from the barbecue pit on Labor Day. <laughs> Unbelievable. Terminal and depressing. Then I come in here this morning, and our program director, uh, whose photograph is still uh, where the moon don't shine, <laughs> comes. you were there, you were a witness, mm -hmm. comes in the office and says, well, Gary's not here again this week, so if Bob Gilbertson calls, uh, I'm transferring <laughs> the call to the bird, you know, or something like that. That's what he said. He did say that. Boy. Just bunch, fine. A bunch of nervous Nellies, aren't they? <laughs> and I got news for them. I'm showing up every day. Then there were other wild rumors <laughs> while I was gone. I'm going to Chicago, to WLS. Right. A music station. I don't know anybody in Chicago. <laughs> I've never talked to anybody in Chicago. I don't want to work in Chicago, okay? You hate Chicago. I hate Chicago. Well, the Cubs are okay. But the weather is... Uh, the weather is horrendous. Atrocious, yeah. They had about 85 feet of water... <laughs> Standing there it was like Michigan, Lake Michigan had moved into Chicago while I was on vacation. That's all they were talking about is that Chicago was underwater, which was a blessing for the Cubs, by the way. Okay. Big sports fan over here. Say so. Let's go back and talk about that race at Calder again, okay? <laughs> Here's Michael Lee. I mean, he's two lengths off the lead. He's sitting perfect on the turn. He's got a ton of horses. And now he. And then the other day on Friday or Saturday, Here's Teresa Peters. I call her Shirley Peters. She's one of the jockeys, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, they've got a few jockeys out there that really we ought to send them out to the farm club. Send them up to Finger Lakes, okay? Give them a little seasoning before you get the public to put their hard-earned money on these people. Shirley Peters? And she's got this seven horse, which has just been claimed. I can't think of the name of the horse, but the horse gets bet down like crazy. So naturally, I put a few bucks on the horse because it looked like it had a good shot. And in the backstretch, surely, have you ever seen a girl on a hobby horse? Yeah. How the horse goes up and down and up. And she's standing and she's got, she's got the reins straight up in the air and she's rocking up and down. And you don't make up a lot of ground when you're going up and down, you know. You know what I'm saying? Very hard for a horse to go forward when he's going up and down like a hobby horse. Needless to say, he's at the top of the stretch right now in a desperate drive. <laughs> Boy, it's unbelievable. It's incredible. But I don't want to cry sour grapes, you know, just because I lost, you know, eighty, ninety thousand or whatever it was. Now there are people who are going to believe that, too, see. 
sure. more of these ugly rumors. Believe whatever you like. You know, when you're making five, six hundred thousand a year, <laughs> it must be nice. That's all I can say. But uh, that's about it. Don't have any great stories to tell. That's uh, basically about it. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Well, what else did you want? Well, you always have great stories when you come back from vacation. About little adventures you had, you know. I didn't have any adventures. I'll be darned. Unfortunately. <laughs> did you go to East Lansing? You didn't go? No. no. Are you kidding me? Weather was too bad, huh? I got out of Michigan so fast. Okay. And where did made you... Made a beeline. Where did you go? New York? Yeah. Yeah. I did go to Don and Bob's every day again. That's the only reason I went back there to eat. I had like six meals a day. It was great. <laughs> what else is there to do there, right? Well, you can do that when you're on vacation. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. And I heard the food was coming in here. I heard they got a whole bunch of stale bagels on Spindell show the other day. Perfect. Stale. Yes, uh, Myrna's... Stale yeah. bagels. I said perfect. Myrna's in a... In fact, they were going to get a uh, hockey team together here. The Wins hockey team were going to use them as hockey pucks. They were so stale. <laughs> and Mike was ooing and eyeing. You know those weekend people. Anything for free. They just go nuts. They'll shill like crazy. Yeah. They're in the refrigerator now if you yeah, want Yeah, in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Thawing out. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent them over? Well, we don't want to go into that. Okay, I mean, I'm sure they it. did it with the best of intentions. Right. And then, of course, it winds up a four-hour show on bagels, which is fine, because that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do, um, let's see, what could we do today? Besides, he covered bagels pretty well. How about White Castle? Right. Somebody mentioned that the other day. Boy, those are good. I'm sorry. Those are real good. The only exciting thing that happened in Detroit, Friday evening, and the rain is just pouring down, and I'm not even going to go to the track in that kind of weather. And uh, I drive through White Castle, and I'm, I have put my order in, you know, at the mm -hmm. little megaphone. I said, give me 80 cheeseburgers <laughs> and a bucket of Coke. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and there's one car in front of me, and there's one car behind me. And there's this very attractive young couple in the car behind me, and she is... I don't know if it was, she thought it was Halloween or what, but she was bobbing for apples in the car. I couldn't believe it. And I kept looking, I kept looking in the rearview mirror by accident. Occasionally I'd look up. Accident. Because it was boring sitting there waiting for my hamburgers. Right. And I couldn't believe this. In Detroit, which is probably the most sexless town in the history of America, they don't even do it in Detroit. No, that's not they true. They pretend that, no, they don't. They do not do it in Detroit. Nobody does it. Most of them don't even think about it. <laughs> well, that's why we're going to become down here. You know that. That's what's going to happen here. We're not even going to think about it and make a lot Didn't of... Didn't we already yeah. ma mandate that before right. I went away? That's right. It hadn't taken That's why they yet. brought Joey Reynolds down here. Because exactly. listening to him for about a half an hour, you'd lose your appetite to ever do it again. Exactly. They're looking for Speaking him. Speaking of strange voices, boy, you know, and somebody said to me the other day, what is he, about 40? <laughs> and I got up off the floor. I mean, I said, you've got to be kidding me. This guy, 50 easy. And maybe beyond. Weird 48. Okay. Weird 48. Yeah. 19, 1848. Yeah. That's when he was I, born. I think he's closer to 60, personally. Well, he's in his 50s, if he's a day. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking for him in New York, by the way. They don't know I'm what happened. I'm looking for him. They wonder I'm what happened for him. him. I want to talk to him about those Letterman spots that he read on the air that time in 1963 when I was in Batavia. See, he doesn't know who I am. He no. doesn't even know that I know him. He has no idea. But I got Joey Pinto stories that'll go back. See, the guy was in... B Buffalo doing just fine because right. nobody could change the dial. Okay, and it was the only station they could pick up. Then all of a sudden he goes to Detroit to WXYZ, bombed, I mean the biggest bomb since Hiroshima, okay, just <laughs> pathetic. 
And WKNR was destroying XYZ at that time. They were both rock stations. And Keener. Keener was the big station. Mm -hmm. And Joey would come on at night. Ah, you kids, what, what's the matter? Do you like the jingles over there? You like that hot news jingle? Is that why you listen to them? You know, and he was all the sour grapes. And they were dying. XYZ was just a ghost of what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Lee Allen and all of these other has-beens, you know. Mm -hmm. Then Joey eventually wound up in New York, which the, everybody sooner or later winds up in New York. Some the, of us are trying to avoid it. WNBC. Bombed in New York, yeah. went to Philadelphia, despised in Philly at best, okay. Now they bring him down here on She. Well, here's a guy who's like 50 years old at least <laughs> doing the morning show with a bunch of, you know, young kids on drugs allegedly listening. Yeah, yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. And he doesn't play any music. No. They say bon At all. They say Bon Jovi to him, and he goes, huh? Oh, there's a group called Europe, I think is the name of the group, right. isn't it? Mm -hmm. And the lead singer looks a little like Bon Jovi. And I was watching on MTV the other day, and I noticed he was wearing an earring in his right ear. Oh, his, no. um, Left ear. Okay, left ear. I'm right. confused now. Okay. In his left ear. Right. Because so John McEnroe wears one in his left ear. Yeah. No. Yeah, I saw him playing tennis the other day, yeah. Well, we don't want him. <laughs> he does? Absolutely. In his left ear? Mm-hmm. And they're expecting their second kid, so, you know, Tatum's expecting the second kid. Who's that, Bon Jovi and uh, John McEnroe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Boy, wait till we tell the Pope about that, huh? I know. Pope doesn't know about this. See, if the Pope thought that two guys could make babies, <laughs> the church's position on homosexuality would turn around 180 degrees. Yeah, I know. Even the priest would be making babies, you know? <laughs> Hey, what's wrong with that? The nice Catholic boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the only way it's ever going to change. When two guys can make a baby, then the Catholic Church is going to have some real second thoughts. I noticed the daylines have been flashing uh, pretty, not frantically here, but uh, Broward, is Broward not tuning in anymore? They have no interest. We don't want to know whose responsibility that is. Oh, there's one. Is it possible that you are responsible no, for that? No, it is not possible. One person... Kyle disagrees. He thinks it's very possible that you might be responsible. <laughs> two people. For chasing away part of the audience. I didn't chase anybody I will away. say this, though. It was mar marginally better than the uh, contra hearings, okay? Thank you. Now they're all I ringing, take which is fine. A, I take that as a compliment. They're all flashing, said. which is fine. We don't want to talk to you anyway. Right. Call Joey Reynolds up, will you? <laughs> By the way, they don't have any delay over there. Have you noticed that? They have no delay. I told that on the air the other day. Did you really? Yeah. Well, we're going to be telling that on the air every day. Just not that we care a lot, but just, uh, you, you know. You can say anything, and it will go on the of air. Of course. Anything in your little heart desires, it yeah. will go right on I the air. I notice he's trying to do a little Howard Stern stuff over Absolutely, there. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I mean, who is he kidding? He is. He's saying and those because words. he's an old man who's over the hill, he keeps, oh, I taught uh, Howard every, you know, Howard was in diapers. Well, sure, every, all of us were in diapers when Joey was in Buffalo. I mean, the guy's about 125 years old. He he has someone in there with him who knows the music and knows banana. what's going on. That, He's got a banana. That helps him and tells him what to play and what to do. And who all. is it, Mike Miller? Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody like that. But that's how he Maybe knows. Maybe we could team him up with Bob Lasseter. Boy, now there's an what idea. What do you think Lasseter wants? What is it that he wants? He doesn't know. He's like he's like a true vulture. I mean, you're like you're <laughs> like a uh, caricature of a vulture, but he's like a true vulture, kind of hovering. Mm -hmm. over everybody's body, just mm -hmm. waiting to swoop in. Right. When he was here, he was doing the same thing. Exactly what he was doing. Just waiting exactly what he for was the doing. opportunity for me to... Uh, oh, you're feeling okay today? <laughs> you're leaving town? You going to Chicago, Neil? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and let me tell you what airline to fly. <laughs> exactly. And if he's doing so great at FLA over in uh, that big Tampa St. Pete market, he's is, just knocking him dead. He's is, killing him. He's on in the daytime, right? It, whatever. I don't know. I think he's on in the and daytime. And you know that he's heard everything that I've said right now because he's got his Yenta line. Mm -hmm. See, if I were that old... <laughs> Yenta line. Which I am older than he is, but if I were that age and I were a professional Yenta... <laughs> And I don't want to mention any other names because uh, there are some sensitive people in the room as I speak. But if I were that age and I had nothing else to do but spread rumors and gossip and just constantly be stirring the pot, as the saying goes, I would be embarrassed. Really embarrassed. Humiliated. He's hopeless. He's hopeless. He'll always be that way. Yeah. And who do you think's on the phone with him right now, giving a blow-by-blow -blow report of everything that's being said so to speak. on this show? Blow-by-blow, blow, so to speak, yeah. I know. They, he gets a report every day that you're on the air on what you said. I think they take transcripts. <laughs> They're monitoring. They're monitoring us, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. He talked about you again today, Bob. Let's see. We want to thank uh, Betty at Betty's Rare Records. We have a wonderful letter here from Betty, and she says we are del deluged with calls as a result of your playing the contest over the air. Mm -hmm. Guess some people heard it. The Great Crepitation Contest. Yes. There's no need for your listeners to phone. Just send 1498 postage included to Betty's Rare Records, Box 6453, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. No COD. Just send a damn check. Mm-hmm. Okay, Betty. And uh, also want to thank uh, Ron Sachs, who can't seem to make up his mind. <laughs> Ron's another one of those people who has ambivalent feelings about Uncle Neil. And when he was on the air during that brief but illustrious career as talk host, mm -hmm. a competitor. At w Snooze, he was a competitor. Uh, he was saying some terrible things about me and about this show and about shock radio and all that kind of stuff. And now all of a sudden that he's back writing. What is this from, this media? What is this? Miami Review. Miami Review? Yeah. He writes for the Miami Review. I don't know what that is, but that's the name no. of the publication. I thought the Miami Review was the one with all those Hispanic um, uh, authors. It could be. No. no. Well, that's what he told me. No way, Jose. Well, he said Miami Review. There's a horse, by the way. Called the Hallandale Kid, by the way, came in second yesterday and beat me out of that perfecta also. Well, that'll show you. 10-3, all the way around. <laughs> Couldn't miss. You always... Couldn't miss, and here comes the Hallandale Kid. You always bet on anything named Hallandale. No, I don't. Sonny Rosenberg was riding it. <laughs> Into Nola. That Michael Lee, I'm going to tell you, when you see him out there, give him my best. Give him uh, the number one sign for me. <laughs> I watched the replay of that, Michael, and I'm telling you, a hobby horse, I don't bet on hobby horses, okay? I can go to the Broward Mall and see little kids on a hobby horse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I won't tell him that Stan spent the weekend at the uh, Country Walk. Um... Okay, I'm not going to tell him that. Anyway, Jesus. <laughs> no, he said to me he wants to be a babysitter now. I know. I know that. Well, when you said hobby So a little horse, later in the show, we're going to give you the number for Uncle Stan's babysitting service. <laughs> when you said hobby horse, someone's name immediately comes to mind. Yeah. Well, that's his hobby. <laughs> anyway, Ron Sachs writes, WINZ's Roger survives muzzling attempts, and Ron just... Tinkles. I just read the article this morning. Incredible, and I can't believe it. He loves tinkles you. to the point of uh, almost having a uh, a literary hernia on his page. It's nothing, incredible. Nothing but wonderful. It's things. unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, who do we thank for that uh, very creative thing that we played at the beginning of the show? Hot 105. Uh, Dan McKay 
What do you mean? Are we promoting other FM stations again? Well, you ask me. Oh, Stan has Mark Mosley on today, doesn't he? From Power 96, yeah. Wow. <laughs> this must make our Don't FM... Don't we ever talk about Zeta? Let's... Sure. Dave Caprita dropped in last week and plugged and plugged and plugged and talked about heard how that. wonderful... I heard that. That was shameless. Well, a little other side of the coin, you know. Shameless. Of course we well, talk maybe the word I'm looking for is desperate, is that it? <laughs> well, they were paranoid. We walked up there to the FM this morning just to uh, cut a spot or something. They have a fit. And uh, Gene Cashman was sitting in there on the console. Gene was spinning around <laughs> on the turntable. You know, they play all those CDs, so they got to do something with the turntables. And Gene was spinning around at 16 RPM. It was incredible. It was a sight of beauty and a thing to behold. I enjoyed it. And Jeff Chase had a very nervous look on his face. Jeff always has that very nervous look. It's like, look. You're, are you coming in to do midday? That's like the question that's on their no, face. No, morning. You know? Yeah. I saw them on the telethon yesterday. Jean looked real good on TV. Really? She really does. Well, maybe Jeff she's Chase. Mr. Niche. Maybe she belongs on TV. Maybe. I saw, I'll call up uh, Saul Foos and tell him that. I saw Butel and uh, Bill Tanner. And Rick and Spud saw them all, all in one segment right. on the telephone. Boy, you must have been <clears throat> your I was glory. beside myself. Donald, did you say? I didn't say, but no, Noodles. It was Budell oh, and Noodles. Was My favorite was cat. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I want to thank Ron Sachs for the incredible urinating exercise here in this <laughs> media column. I mean, he really just goes nuts and says all these wonderful things about me. I know. In fact, if it gets slow, I'll read it on the air about four or five times later in the show. I read a couple of paragraphs on the air. Last week. It is true. When I first sat down here, I sounded a little bit strange. I guess I'm out of practice. Yeah. You're I was rusty. on my, va my vacation sure. voice. Sure. Like Joey Reynolds. It sounds like they. I don't want to overdo it because he wants me to talk about him I a know. lot. I know. And after today, we will not discuss his show. Thank God. More than once in a while. <laughs> but it sounds like they scraped his vocal cords. You know? <laughs> He's got that thin, almost like um, Marv. What is his name? Al Albert. Albert. Albert? Marv Albert. Uh, NBC. Why do Sports I want to guy. call him Alpert? Like Herb? Like Rick Alpert? No, it's Alpert. Mar Albert. And Gee, his brother. And all of a sudden, I'm yeah. losing it. His, well, brother, his brother Steve is good on WWR. He's got two brothers mm -hmm. who are both good. Marv has no talent at all. Now, he does Letterman. He talks. All the time. You know, he talks like somebody has uh, got his vocal cords in jail somewhere and they can't get out. He know? always says, "Yes, swish." Yes. I don't like a guy who says swish on the air. You know? <laughs> I'm not too fond of that. How come? Well, I just am a little <laughs> sensitive about that. Okay, let's take another break. 16, 16 before 11 a Just when you thought Crapco Records couldn't possibly be more tasteless. On a warm April evening, on a train bound for Brooklyn, I met this new accountant. That's right. It's the Catskills cowboy himself, Dr. Irving Paycheck, singing the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. You'll hear the accountant. You gotta know how to beat him. Know how to cheat him. If you wanna live the good life, keep a second set of books. And who could forget this flavorful cut? Looking for locks in all the wrong places. Looking for locks, I'd buy by the cases. Quality stuff, be sure there's no traces of bones or too much soul. And no collection of old country music would be complete without Dr. Irving Paycheck's dietary classic. I was kosher, 
Then Yes, Crapco Records proudly presents the all-time greatest hits of Noshville. Those not Miami moves. To order Noshville hits, dial 1-800-Chutzpah. Dr. Irving Paycheck, because he's got those not Miami blues. Yeah, This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. And they will, trust me. <laughs> 12 minutes before 11 at WINZ, and uh, we want you to say chutzpah a little later on in the show. Not yet. I can't. Don't try it this early in the morning. I can't say it. I can't roll you my You might R's. try it once and never be able to speak again. You do I realize know. that, don't you? And then I'm out of luck. I can't say that. I can't roll my R's. And I'm very jealous that you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> then, you'll, then you'll become uh, SOL. You can become Jewish. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Saul. We don't know any goyim named Saul. No, there they're are all any. Jewish. Of course. And then you'll be able to say chutzpah. <laughs> but first you have to become Jewish. All right. Now there's a little procedure well, that they want to do. It. It's a little vulture procedure they want to do out in the uh, green room. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I can't say And it. you may turn a little bit green while they're doing it. But uh, listen, you know, it's worth it in the long run. And you do it just in time for the arrival of His Holiness. Of course. Which I can't wait for myself. Boy, that's going to be great. Thursday and Friday, they're going to close down the whole ta town mm -hmm. because a silly guy in a dress and a beanie is going to show up here. That's right. Incredible. I know a lot of guys who go out there in a dress for nothing. <laughs> Would have to raise all these millions. It's going to be on nationwide TV. One guy's on the air on, uh, well, I don't want to mention what station, but I understand he's got quite a wardrobe. Really? Yes. Can you give us any clues? No, I any certainly hints? cannot. Is it AM or FM? BM. <laughs> BM. Well, I think we ought to take a few calls today. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. See what ha what really happened while I was gone. You think okay. that I believe anything that you would tell me? Fine. Because you gilled the lily. Just like the last time when you told me about the hearings and all that incredible crap that they put on the air. Oh, it was just fine. Just fine. Wait till the numbers come out. And numbers came out and like half of the audience disappeared. Not half. And we still... Close. 40%. Get, no. We still... Get, yes. I still... Got phone Let me calls. say it again, ladies and gentlemen. Forty percent of the audience disappeared during that period of time. I got phone calls again last week from pe from people who said I discovered you during the Contra hearings. We still that yeah, was in like June. Ten. That was ten in of them. June. Ten of them. Yeah, of phone calls. Think how many people there were. If that's how many phone oh, yeah. calls if, we if get. If there were ten calls, then there must have been at least a hundred. And of course, the eighty thousand people that we lost. No You're problem. never going to believe me on this. This is the one. This is the biggest disagreement you and I have. We most vehemently disagree on this point, whether we should have carried Ollie North. It's a mute point, of course. Mute. It's all over. It's mute. Yeah. Those were the guys who took the fifth. They were all mute. <laughs> moot. Moot point. I stand. What are you trying to do? You trying to get to be Budell's sidekick now? Yeah. You have to be semi-literate to do that. <laughs> it's a good time for the great days. <laughs> That's Noodles, isn't it? His yeah. sidekick Noodles. Oh, yeah. boy. That just sends me. When he says that, he says it like nobody else says it. Thank God. And then Spindel yesterday. You know, what is wrong with him? He inspects restaurants in Broward County. No wonder we got all this mung in a lot of the restaurants. <laughs> That's his job. And he's kvetching about the bagels at Burger King and how they're soft and mushy. Doesn't he understand that everything they do, they put in the microwave? Yeah. And you cannot put bread in a microwave without not. it becoming soft and mushy. Of course. They could start with the greatest bagel in the history of mankind, and by the time they put it in that damn microwave, course. and it comes out like a glob of mung. They nuke it. Exactly. <laughs> in the microwave. A mungle. 
Not a bagel, but a mongle. <laughs> Boy, a bagel with sausage and cheese. My grandmother is spinning in her grave just <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm spinning above that. Unbelievable. Talk about trafe. No one in Broward wants to talk to you at all. They were flashing a minute ago when they, not thought, now. when they thought I was going to take calls. But Dade County is... They're foaming at the mouth to talk to you and and report to you on so what So, in other on. words, you chased away the Broward audience while I was away, and it's going to take about <laughs> ten days to get them back. <laughs> Don't blame me. I haven't been here for ten days. Now they're back now. Yeah. Should we punch them up? Yeah, let's punch a few up this hour. Be my guest, he says. <laughs> Dave County, hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Welcome back. Well, See, this, what do you got to... setup sounds really good. <laughs> See, what do you got against Finger Lakes? What do you mean, what have I got against it? It's fine. I only, I only lost $42 there. It was a moral victory. You wanted to send the, the jackies from, from Calder down there. Oh, that's true. No, I wouldn't want to do that to Finger Lakes. Say, evidently, I heard you say you were at Don and Bob, so you must have been in Rochester. We could send Steve Gaffleone and Michael Lee there together on the same bus. Oh. Go ahead, sir. Don't let me interrupt you. <laughs> you have been in Rochester, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, did you have any trouble with the anti-smoking laws out there? No, because I don't smoke. Oh, you're lucky. Only these cigars in here, and that's because we like to blow the smoke into the continuity department. <laughs> okay, Neil, welcome. Okay, thank you so much. Good call to start. That was excellent. <laughs> Guy is brain dead. <laughs> you were in Rochester, huh? Do you have any trouble with the anti-smoking law? <laughs> yeah, let's do a couple of hours on that, huh? That's a big thing up there, anti-smoking. What anti -smoking. is it, really? What is it? Yeah. You can't smoke in restaurants or They're something? They're very militant about that. Well... It's not only there. Yeah, it's kind of like in Detroit, the anti-sex laws in Detroit. <laughs> Don't even think about it. I'm serious. They do not do it in Detroit. That's their version of population control. They just uh, don't do it. Broward, hello. Hello? Yes. Oh, it sounds like Bob Lasseter. No. Absolutely not. Thank God. Who's this? Is this Kyle? Yeah. Oh, Kyle, is Neil taking calls? Yeah, do you want to talk to him? Yeah, as long as I don't, uh, you know, sit here for four hours. We'll put you on first. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what am I, getting the feedback? I'm right directly to the show? You're on right now. He's listening to his radio. Yeah, I'm listening news. to the radio. Well, don't listen oh. to your radio. You're a veteran. You know better than that. Well, I didn't know I was going to get put on. This right. isn't like WSHE where they have no delay. <laughs> right. Uh, where is that? In Saginaw? Yeah. 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 Saginaw, well, right by Saginaw the racetrack. Fish flies? What's that? Did you go up to Saginaw to see the fish flies? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, did you go to Plaza Deli at least? No. Neil. How bad? I went to White Castle and I got the hell out of that town. That Did place. You go to Lafayette, Coney Island. No, that town is finished. Forget it. The only place I went, the only good part in that town was the Embassy Suites Hotel where I stayed, which is sensational. Is it I, really? I should never have left the hotel. That is the greatest hotel <laughs> chain in the history. They give you a whole suite. You could God. have you could have the whole Lions football team in there for brunch. I mean, it's incredible. Does uh, Dick Burton still have Lou with him? Lou. I thought the guy's name was Tom Ryan. No, no, Lou, his engineer. Oh, I don't know. He's got like a, like a half a dozen people with him to do that show. It's Is he incredible. still as funny as he used to be? He's as good as ever. He's hysterical. He's probably, beside you, one of the funnier guys on the radio. I would say that, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, welcome back. Good to have you back. By the way, somebody did call, I think, while you were gone, wanting to know why when he dialed 1-800-Chutzpah, nobody answered. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Someone did Someone dial that. called yes. and berated Glenn Hill for giving out the wrong number. Okay. That's right. We'll never do it again. Sir. Yeah, don't ever do give out Chutzpah numbers like that again, and uh, we'll take care of the surgery on Glenn tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was okay. an accurate call. Actually, we can way. get a two-for-one. We can get a uh, surgery on Joey Reynolds' vocal cords <laughs> right. and to make you Jewish at the same time. In fact, maybe they could do a skin transplant. Have you thought about that? Listen, you're laughing, but I'm serious. There's something to think about. The miracle of modern medicine. They could probably take that little, um, do I dare say foreskin, and I do mean little, and they could graft it onto Joey's vocal cords, and by the end of the show, he could sound like um, Bob Lasseter. Oh, I'm so depressed. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The world is coming. Oh, Bob, you're so wonderful. We love to hear you say the sky is falling. We love being depressed, Bob. <laughs> wonder if his demographics are as good in uh, Tampa as they were over here. He had nobody under 90. He's got to stay there. That's the, the yeah, ultimate That's his market. only hope. Exactly. It's the ultimate market And you notice that since he's been there, the Tampa-St. Pete area is number one in the suicide rate in the whole country. That's no since coincidence. Since he's been on the air. That is not a coincidence. Absolutely not. No. Directly linked to his show. And now that he's on a station that's got a signal where people can hear him, uh -oh. there will be people jumping from the tops of tall buildings every five <laughs> minutes in Tampa-St. Pete. It'll be incredible. You'll think Superman has moved into town. Hello, Mr. Wolf. Uh, they're going to be just leaping onto the streets, onto the causeway, all over the place. It'll be exciting. Into the new stadium? I know. <laughs> I can't wait. It ought to be really good. You're right. Broward County is not doing no much. Interest. I know we're coming up in the news. They have no interest in the show anymore. None. That's not... Well, they're all listening to Sandy. Well, she fits in. Oh, Sandy. I'll tell you one thing, boy. You think radio is bad in this market, and it is, but uh, up north... It is so desperate to try to find anything. I'll tell you, WHAM in Rochester, 50,000 watts. 50,000 watts. And at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, here comes Sally Jesse with oh her stupid glasses. Oh, boy. And Sally has got a little recording that she made saying, Don't call us now. Call us tonight if you like to talk to us because this is pre-recorded." And they play the same crap that you'll hear at 10 o'clock at night on that station and on this one and some others, uh, em embarrassingly so. And uh, people are saying, hi, how are you tonight, Sally? And it's like <laughs> 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Great. So they've got six hours of the day filled up with that, and it just, it's embarrassing. I mean, this business is just uh, reaching new lows from coast to coast. Speaking of which, talk about desperate. Channel 10 yesterday previewed the new show, Geraldo, yeah. at 10 a.m. Speaking of desperate. There's hope for all of us, I'm telling you, Mike. I know. Going to wind up on network TV. No problem. <laughs> all you got to do is be able to speak a little bit, not a lot. Mike Wolf is here with the headlines, and again, we thank him profusely for the incredible job, the indescribable job that he did on uh, my vacation. I was just going to say, speaking of bad radio, I took your show Monday. Good. And uh, did my part to drive the audience away. And we understand you did a great job. And then we'll come back after CBS News at 11.06. <laughs> Hello, I'm Frank Barfels, and this here's my partner, Earl James. And since I had a vineyard, and Earl had an orchard, we got the idea to make us a refreshing new wine cooler that you might like to try. It don't taste no different than any other, really, 
But my partner Earl here says that if I wear this here flannel shirt and talk sort of awkward and country-like, you'll think we're just a small, struggling company and won't even notice how we're spending millions of dollars advertising on the TV. Well, guess what? Our sales have gone through the roof, and we appreciate you being so gullible. So thanks so much for your support. Barfels and Jane's Wine Foolers, Decepto, California. <laughs> Here's a great letter. The mail is beginning to trickle in. I see there's like a box full of mail out there. Oh, boy. Probably not for us, though. Hope By the way, not. Martha got a great letter from Martha, and she says Glenn did very well, but yesterday talking about FM and music was boring. Guess he had an attack of Lee Fowleritis. Well, we did take a poll one day. You took a poll? Well, the city's going through with You took a poll? Yeah. Okay, let's take a poll. Should I do the show tomorrow, or should Mike <laughs> Spindell come in and do the show? That's a good poll. Oh, we love you, Mike. You're wonderful. Go on with it. Do it. Get it over with. I'll be honest with you. That hour that he did on Sunday, though, was one of the best hours I've heard in a long time. Wow. Because all those people were calling in and ripping. It was great. <laughs> You're boring, Mike. Get off the air. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, it was good. <laughs> Yes, you Americans steal. We Bahamians better stop visiting Miami. You are both douchebags, you ones. This is addressed to me and Stan. From the Bahamas. Great. From one of our Rasta friends mm -hmm. in the Bahamas. Great. Yours sincerely, ABCDEFG. <laughs> P.S. And no, this is not Pindling's paper. What does that mean? Evan Bevins of London, and they've got it like blacked out, but not a very good job. <laughs> Two Americans were just recently convicted for attempting to smuggle cocaine through the Bahamas. Please tell the folks, don't bring their drugs here. Leave it in America. <laughs> With a smiling face. Okay, you idiots out there that get on those cruise ships and go to the Bahamas or get on those airplanes and go and leave your hard-earned money in the Bahamas, trust me, knock it off. <laughs> Take it out to Calder, because you're going to have to make up the deficit for my not being there, and uh, that could be a very vast sum. <laughs> also have a letter today, an update from the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Wow. Remember the invitation I got sure. to attend the uh, press gathering? Sure. Mr. Neil Rogers, the Papal Visit Office, is finalizing the seating of invitees for the address by Pope John Paul II to the communications leaders of the nation. Our records show that you've now responded to your invitation from Archbishop Roger Mahoney to attend this event. In accordance with normal papal security procedures, your invitation will be assumed as an RSVP no, and your name will be removed from our list if we haven't heard from you by Wednesday, September 9th. Only got till tomorrow to do it. <laughs> Please make your response on the RSVP card enclosed in the Archbishop's letter or by personal letter directed to the Papal Visit Office at the above address. If you have any questions, please call Jan Fambro at the Papal Visit Office, area code 213-251-3586. That's area code 213-251-3586 for uh, Jan. I wonder if that's a guy or a girl. <laughs> Could be either Could in be, L.A. Uh, from Jan and Dean. Yeah. Uh, why would they think you would want to go to L.A. to see the Pope when the Pope is coming to Miami? Why would you need to fly to California? Oh, there'd be a lot more interesting people out there. Well, that's Which, true. Which, by the way, I have a little tip for you. The uh, trollers in our listening audience, they're not going to believe this. The best-looking people in the United States, you're going to laugh when I say this. No doubt. Live in, in Batavia, New York. And that's... 
ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Not, uh, it sounds ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. I've never even heard of it. It's a town of about 20,000 yeah, people. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. And I've always been astonished at how strikingly good-looking all the people there were. And when I went to Batavia Downs every night, where I had never cashed a ticket in my life up until my vacation, and I won every night. Every night. You know, it's obvious to spot a boat race. And... Uh, <laughs> And it's just amazing to me. And, of course, they have, uh, in all states but Florida, minors can go to the track. Right. People of all ages. A lot of young people there of all ages. Right. In fact, uh, they have a nursery there. It was, the guy looked very familiar. He must have been <laughs> flying back and forth by jet. Let's see, 6 o'clock. Um, yeah. The Concord could have got him there in time for post time at 7.30. They've got to do something about that in Florida. They really do. They need to allow minors, Right. Aren't they? At the track, yeah. yeah. Not as long as Governor Moore taxes in Tallahassee. Yeah, silly man. There's no reason. Are you attacking the governor now? Uh, mildly. Our wonderful, pious, religious, born-again douchebag. Is he coming down? Is the governor going to be here? Wouldn't that be know. a trifecta if we had the governor here with Reagan and the Pope? Woo! Wow. Boy, more than I can handle. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I would take some more calls, but they sounded so bad Ugh. technically, didn't they? The whole setup sounds really strange. Is that a Polaroid? Oh, here's a, a flash. Thank you so much, Mike. Update. A Tampa radio station. A Tampa radio station. Oh, but it's not the one. It's the real radio station. Oh, okay. WRBQ. Q105, Q105, isn't that it? Q105, yeah. A real station, not number the one, one that uh, Mr. Gloom and Doom is on. This is number one station. Oh, I'm so Tampa. depressed. <laughs> A Tampa radio station is taking a swipe at Governor Bob Moore taxes as, and his consumer services tax. This morning, the Q-Zoo. Boy, that's original. The morning team at WRBQ Radio gave away its first roll of Bob Martinez toilet paper. Each sheet of the paper has a picture of Martinez and the slogan, Wipe Out Services Taxes, Q-Zoo, Tampa Bay. Excellent. I like that. Broadcasters Shauna Stevens... That's interesting. It's Shadow. Broadcasters Shauna Stevens. Shadow Stevens. It's a misprint. Am I a little confused here or what? <laughs> Broadcasters Shauna Stevens says the station has hundreds of roles to give away to listeners who call at the right time. <laughs> I wonder what the right time would be. The 5% consumer services tax has proven very unpopular and is the subject of legal action and a scheduled special session of the legislature later this month. It places a 5% tax on most professional services, including legal work, accounting, and advertising. Medical services are not taxed. Martinez has been the main supporter of the tax, saying it's needed to support the increased demand for state services. Credit Shauna Stevens, WRBQ Tampa. Mm. Well, if it's Shadow Stevens, no, how come no, no. they've misprinted it twice? Well, I must be wrong. You're wrong? It's possible. You are wrong? Well, it's possible. Did you hear that? Wait it's a minute, probable. it's 14. It's not probable. On but... September the 8th, 1987, he said, <laughs> awesome. I could be wrong. It's possible. We'll call Bob and find out. I had some disturbing stories from people out in the atrium about some of the shows you did while I was gone. Like what? I don't know. They're just very distraught. They said, don't ever do it again. No way. You're, you're making that up. You're making that up. Would appreciate a bunch of all your tongue-in-cheek songs. I hope the erection song is in there. Is that on the tape? No. It's not on the tape? No. Why, are we censoring the tapes that we sent out now, too? We just never put it on there. There you go. Great. One of those cheap, uh, what is that? A Sertron? What do they call those? Those are about the cheapest cassettes. You see the guy's name? His Sertron. middle name? is. See his middle name? The Duke. Yeah, the Duke. Okay. 
and also enclosed a photograph of a big poster here, I Love John, Paul, George, and Ringo, which reminds me, when are these people going to stop with those John 316 signs? Every sporting event for like the last 10 years that's oh, yeah. on television, you see these morons running around John 316. First of all, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. What does anybody know what the verse is? I've never looked it up. I think if you look it up in the Bible, it says, win one for the Gipper or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, it's serious. By the way, those are all gone. Uh, State County, hello. Stickers. Hello. Yo, good morning. How are you? I'm okay. You sound very depressed. Have you been talking to Bob Lasseter, sir? No, hearing you talk about it all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. I will never mention his name again. Anyway, the people around there have done, they, they've attempted to do some sort of a job while you're gone, but uh, you know how hopeless it is. Like a Chinese fire drill. Yeah. Even their accents were changing into slightly Chinese. Yeah, don't get me started on Michael Lee again, will you, please? Who's that? A jockey. Oh, there's lots of jockeys. They change their names out there. They're all the same. I think Michael Lee and Steve Gaffleone are the same jockey. Once they get that room full of all those small people out there. <laughs> they it's, names of... it's hard to keep track of them. You're right. You're absolutely right. The only one you can tell is Mike Gonzalez because he keeps winning all those races. Okie doke. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was a good call. What was it? It what? was just a call. He just wanted to touch base. Now, why... why oh, that's happening because of me again. Okay? I keep doing that. You mean... Well, I haven't been here very long. You know, I've only been here for three and a half years, and I don't know how to do this stuff. I am impressed, though, by that second phone. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. Does it, does it work? Yeah. Is it hooked up to the speaker phone? No. You know, and, and what we have, finally, we have a uh, intercom, which Ooh. we've never had. Boy, that, that instrument See, looks we can call uh, Jeff, almost sexual. Yeah, we can call Jeff Gonser, and we can call people in the building. Can we really? Which we never were able... We can call, uh, like, Nancy Could at we the front call desk. him now? But we couldn't put it on the air, so what the hell good does it uh, do? Ah, here comes the message. 71 will go... Will go all over the station. It says... We're, what we're does that mean? 135, it says. We're extension 135. Um, Is there anybody out there who's following any of this? <laughs> Do you have any idea what that means? It's a little... Pick up uh, 135, dial 71. Oh, okay. Dial 71. It's a little esoteric, but we'll Well, we can't it put anyway. it on the air anyway, so it's going to be real exciting. We'll make little noises. Hello? 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 This could be... Is this paging? Oh, great. Oh, we're paging We're now. just testing. Excuse okay, us. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, can you hear us? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> All over the building. Well, that's good. That'll teach him to turn on the FM. <laughs> turn off that FM now. Good. That's good. I like that. That was excellent. Wake him up out there. Okay, it's 1118 at WINZ. We're going to get these. These calls so far have been kind of like comatose, haven't they? I've what noticed. have you done to my audience? I... Generally, they sound awake and bright and vibrant and alert. And they all sound like they're, uh, they've been listening to Sandy or something. Yeah, to blame her. Don't point your finger at me. Yeah, but if they've been listening to Sandy, <laughs> no, there must be been. a reason for it. Don't you understand? It's always amazing, this transference of blame. That's these, I don't want to mention any names. The story, the true story will come out over the four hours. Do you know what time it is? It's 11.19. It's a good time <laughs> for the great taste. Come on, Noodle. I missed him this morning. I'm going to have to turn him on again tomorrow because I heard that Joey do his thing. Yeah, I missed him And his too. thing is never going to change. I miss Noodles also, and I feel wonderful today. They heard me in the atrium? Good. <laughs> Good. Well, they're going to hear a lot of me in the atrium. It's going to be like the voice of God is going to be talking on 71. Boy, they made a mistake when they put that in here, I'll tell you that. 
You're going to do it again. again? Okay. Okay, dial a 71. Wait till it, yeah. Till it what? It'll, you'll hear it. Clicks in? Yeah. (laughs) Paging Rick Edwards. Paging Rick Edwards to the control room immediately. (laughs) You're a masochist. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah, but at least if we can keep our eyes on him, then he can't do any damage. <laughs> Good point. He can't mess up any of the equipment. 20 minutes after 11 at WINC. By the way, I'm listening on Friday. Before we take the break, I'm listening on Friday. And Steve Sonsky, who was actually a good guest, which amazed me. Thank you. By the way, when is Jicka coming on? It's when he gets back to town. He won't be back he till tomorrow. He is back in town. You're wrong. He was on MBM the other night. But he no, is back no, in I'll town. I'll call him this afternoon. Oh, you are just so... Negligent in your duties, it's unbelievable. I'll call him this afternoon. I mean, we don't have any guests anymore, but for Jicka, we'd make an exception. Okay. Did I thank Fred Schatz, by the way? I heard he yes. did a great show. He was excellent. And he was talking about long penises or something he was. unusual, you know. <laughs> See, they don't get upset about that if Fred Schatz does it. <laughs> if I talk about it, oh, pervert, you know. But if Fred Schatz comes on and asks some guy how long his penis is, that's he's, okay. He did do that, and he's That was a all clinical, right? Yeah, he's a doctor. You can do. Oh, you're allowed to do that. When you're Dr. Rogers, then or you Or a priest. Can... If a priest had asked, then it would be okay, Absolutely. too. <laughs> but anyway, back to Steve Sonsky. Oh, you yes. Enjoyed. I'm listening to the Immensely. show. And the thing I enjoyed about it the best is that your mic kept cutting out. And I like that feature of the show a lot. <laughs> well, there we... was like a short in the mic switch or something. Yeah. And uh, your mic kept cutting out. I thought, boy, that's a good deal. I wonder if they're doing that on purpose. Oh, well, they were, as it turned out. Yeah. Were they really? <laughs> yeah, Good, I think we're doing it again. I like it. 21 past 11, we'll come right back. That the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. 25 minutes past 11 at WINZ, and the Holy Father is going to be our guest on Thursday for about 15 minutes. (laughs) That's right. Going to come in and bless the audience, bless all the equipment so it doesn't fall apart again. That's correct. And check out everybody's uh, parts. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So Dave Berry was good, huh? He was fine. It's not the report I just got from upstairs. The report that I got from upstairs said that it was the most embarrassing episode in the history of talk radio. And that there were two people, neither of whom was funny, trying to be funny, and that it was downright embarrassing. I disagree. See, the audience isn't going to give us an honest report because they, you know, they have sympathy. <laughs> what do you mean? You'll hear. They feel sorry for you. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And they don't want to, you know, start another thing with the SPCA like we did with the cats. They don't want to start another big deal about that. Now, are the kids back in school today, by the way? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, and they went back last Monday, I think. <sighs> well, I think I'm going to take the whole summer off from now on. I mean, <laughs> there were a lot of, you know, good kids, but boy, I'll tell you, the summertime is just incredible. They're incorrigible. I know. So they're all back in school. Including those in Kendall. They're all back including in school. Including the ones at Country Walk mm-hmm. are back in school. Yeah. Well, Uncle Stan will be waiting for you when you get home. <laughs> okay, let's take a call from Broward. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Oh, good, good <laughs> to have you back. You were greatly missed. I know. <laughs> I, well, Rochester, I understand. Yeah, isn't that exciting? Did you go to Canandaigua at all? Yes, I did. Well, we're going to head up there on the 22nd of September. Well, you better take a lot of heavy clothing, that's all I can tell you. Is it really cold up there? Freezing, freezing. I mean, there were days when the high was like 62 65, raining, bitter, 
In fact, I'm on a plane. I left Detroit because it was so cold and so nasty, and I flew over to Rochester, okay, the next day. Yeah. Which I go to Metro Airport, by the way, and Eastern does not fly from Detroit to Rochester, so they eventually got on Northwestern, yeah. which had just crashed at Metro a couple of days before. And I get on Northwestern, and they, I said, how do I get to uh, the Northwestern ticket counter? And they said, oh, it's in the other terminal. The other, the other terminal is like walking from Kendall to Tamarack, okay? And I got my two heavy bags that I'm carrying. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, that was an incredible experience. I get on a plane. We're about 100 miles west of Rochester, and you know how the pilot gives you a weather report? Right. He says, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're 100 miles west of Rochester. Uh, the weather there today is blustery and cold. I couldn't believe it. You know, I mean, how can this be like in the last week of August? Well, see, that's it. They get their winters real, real early there. With a high of like 62. Well, did you get a chance to eat anywhere in Canadago at all? Yes, I did, and it was terrible. There's an Italian restaurant. I was going to go to Caruso's. Oh, you should have gone there. I should have gone there, and there's a place called uh, Ponzini's or... Palomini's. Palomini's. Right. And the place was jam-packed, and it looked like an Italian restaurant. I thought, gee, this looks like a great place. Yeah. And I went in there, and I'm going to tell you, on a scale of zero, it was horrendous. It was uh, garbage. I've got a call holding, but let, him, let it ring. The hell with them. What do they know? Pay no attention to it. They don't Probably Ed, Ed McMahon with your $10 million. Don't worry about him. Really? I'm talking to somebody important. This one, this call must mean nothing. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, Mike, well, cause my, we've talked to you before, but my husband's daughter um, is uh, head of the party, uh, the, like the party director for um, uh, Caruso's. Hello? I'm here. Oh, okay. But anyway. Ed McMahon went away. Excuse me? Ed McMahon is the one who hung up. I'm good. Let him hang up. <laughs> But anyway, we're heading out there, yeah, the 22nd of uh, September, and we're looking forward to going back up there for a week. And I'm telling you, take a lot of warm clothing. I'm not exaggerating. It is freezing. It's bitter. It's nasty. They don't, there is no summer anymore. They just banned it. Oh, well, you know, they do that, and then they go through their, like, their Indian summer that lasts for, like, one week. Yeah, in October. <laughs> in October, right. Um, did you make it to Dan and Bob's? About, yeah, 20, 30 times. Well, let me tell you what happened. When uh, my husband was up there in June... Uh, they had a bunch of people at his sister's house, and they went out to get something to eat. They brought back 15 Don and Bob hamburgers. Really? <laughs> nothing like it in the world. Really? Nothing. If somebody had a brain down here, and of course not too many people do, but if anybody here had a brain, they'd get in touch with the people that own that place up there, and they would just duplicate it here, and I'm telling you, instant millionaires. I guarantee you that. That's right. They would be. In fact, if I had a brain, I would do it myself and get out of this horrible business. Thank you. Why don't you? I should. <laughs> Let me tell you something else that I heard this morning. Do you you live still live in Plantation? Yeah. Well, do you know that you're going to have a new uh, neighbor out on West Broward area? The mayor of Miami is building a one million dollar home out there in West Broward. You know that's really peculiar that you should say that because about four or five months ago I went to my bank, which is on Broward Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And I swore that I saw Xavier Suarez coming out of the bank. I was positive. In fact, I mentioned that on the air, remember? Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, it probably is true. He's probably taking all of that money out of Miami and moving it up into Broward. Now, how, can, how can the mayor of Miami live in Broward? Well, well he's be, going to. He's building a $1 million home. And from what I understand, it's unbelievable. It's all under tight security because it's only like a few houses in this subdivision. Yeah, I'm sure. And you can't get in, of course, unless you have all these electronic things to get into it and everything. But yes, it's being built, and yes, he will be in it in the next five to six months. Hmm. So you're going to have a nice neighbor out there. I know you'll love it. Well, that'll be great. Well, you see, I guess he, that's his second household. When he speaks English, he lives in, in plantation. <laughs> and when he wants to speak Spanish, he goes back to Miami. Right. 
Well, Neil, it's real good to have you back because you were greatly missed. Thanks a lot. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Xavier, that. my neighborhood. Wouldn't that be... Speaking of incredible, now, there was one interesting thing that happened at the track yesterday. Sitting there outside, sweating. I don't know why Calder and I went up there on the roof yesterday, because lately we don't go up there. We go on the uh, third floor where it's mm-hmm. cool and it's air-conditioned. Air-conditioned. And I'm sitting up there, and there were a few people, by the way, who were just, I mean, <sighs> chronic. You know what I'm saying? It's nice to come by and say hello. But but anyway... Oh, boy. No, this is good. They wouldn't leave I'm you I'm sitting alone. there, and a guy comes over and says, Hi, Neil, how are you doing? I wasn't paying much attention, because a lot of people do that. And I said, yeah, great. And he says, I'm Jim Morris. And he shakes my hand. Now, this is a kid that I grew up with. I hadn't seen him in 27 years. And he and his wife were out there yesterday. And I hadn't seen them in 27 years. He's a doctor at Bennett Hospital in Plantation. Wow. And they've got four beautiful kids. His Mm -hmm. wife, of course, pulled all the pictures out. Mm -hmm. Well, that's neat. That's great. I gave them my phone number, and they live in Plantation. We're almost like neighbors. Wow. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. And it only cost me, what, a few hundred dollars to do that yesterday? So that wasn't bad. <laughs> no, seriously, it really, you know, I've talked a lot about going to class reunions. Yeah. And You're my 30th go. reunion is coming go. up I, in 1990. I know. From Canandaigua Academy yeah. in upstate New York. And I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, I went to my 20th. Because my friend I hadn't seen in 27 years. And to be honest with you, he looks basically the same now as yeah. he did then. A little yeah. older, of course, but uh, looks the same. Yeah, they do. I went to my 20th last year. It was great. I had a wonderful time. In Lakeland. <laughs> What was it, an aviary? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably at Bush Gardens. Yeah. It's the only guy in all of South Florida that has his class reunion at the Parrot Jungle. <laughs> but you're right. They look the same, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was one. I had a it terrific was, That was time. good. That was a positive. Out of all the negative things yeah. that happened yesterday. Well, go. The rest of my vacation was fine up until yesterday. And other than that experience and running into them, other than that, yesterday was an unmitigated disaster, highlighted, of course, by the call from Bob Lasseter. <laughs> what a day. In fact, if I had it here, I would give Bob's home number out on the air so everybody could call up and say, gee, Bob, what's this we hear you're getting fired? What is that rumor all about, Bob? <laughs> they can call him at WFLA. Yeah, <laughs> WFLA. We can get the uh, call-in lines, find out what time he's on. Sure. What a depressing guy. He really is. He is so depressing. Oh, Bob, we love you so much. We love being depressed together. Okay, let's take a call from uh, Dade County here. See, I never punch up four for some reason. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, Neil. See, there's the reason. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. Go ahead, sir. This is Bobby. How you doing? Bobby, I thought you were going bye-bye, Bobby. Uh, listen, uh, Glenn, I owe you an apology. This guy messed up. <laughs> what did he do? Our, our buddy Bobby messed up. What did he do well, now? he'll tell you. No, I, I owe Glenn an apology because he was going to give me some Dolphin tickets, and by the time I got to the station, it was too late, and the gates were closed and everything, so I just turned back. So I apologize for not making it on time, Glenn. You know how many people wanted those tickets? Yeah, Bobby? I know. I, pl- I apologize. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, do, you mean for the Bills game? Yeah. Friday night. I apologize to those people, too. You know, when I was up north, the press in Buffalo was attacking the Bills with such tenacity. I mean, they were, they were going crazy. They're having a nervous breakdown up there. They can't write enough bad things about how bad the Bills are. 
So I don't want to be, you know, Mr. Negative, but the fact that we destroyed the Bills, don't get too excited about that, okay? Oh, it doesn't... I don't like the Dolphins anyway. Well, it's just that Bobby, Bobby had never oh, Wait been... a minute, what did he just say? He said he didn't like the Dolphins, but he had never been to a football game in person. So we had some extra tickets to the game Friday night. So I gave him to Bobby because he's been Why here. did you give him to Bobby? Because he's helped us out. What is it that you and Bobby have been doing that we don't know about? Come on, Neil, get so up. Is there something going on here that we don't know about? Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so how you? How was your trip? Nervous laughter, Bobby. <laughs> how was your trip? Well, the only thing we wanted, my trip was fine. We want to know about your girlfriend and if it's all ironed out. Yeah, that's ironed out. Now it's uh, the parents that are going at it. The parents. They're going at it? They're upset. Yeah, everybody is. So I advise Bobby to go elope. We almost did. I, th I think maybe Bobby and Carlos could elope together. <laughs> Solve all the Solve problems. Solve all their woman yeah, problems, yeah. yeah. There he goes again. He's promoting you-know-what on the air. He's promoting it. Yeah, listen, guys, i got to go back to work. Does your girlfriend listen to the show? got to go back to work. Does she listen? No, she doesn't. Oh, good. Did you hear what he said? He's yeah, got to go know. back to work. Okay, Bobby, nice to hear from you. Bye-bye. Take all it right. easy, Bobby. He's okay. <laughs> I know. He'll be all right. He will be. Why do you say those things? Why do you say these insipid, got all these ridiculous lines that you come up with? Uh, everything's just fine. Everything is fine. That's just, everything is uh, great. I do that because it drives you crazy. Drives everybody nuts. That's why I do That's it. That's the reason that most people find you so offensive and vulgar and grotesque and disgusting and subhuman. <laughs> Look at those lines, boy. There are several lines that are not lit. And if you think I'm going to give these numbers out again, boy, you're dreaming. It says you were so insipid last week and kept... By the way, I noticed when Sonsky was on, and I did hear a good part of that show, you were not cackling. It's only on this show that he cackles. Have you noticed that? He didn't cackle on his own show. And speaking of his own show, I heard that cart that we were playing at the beginning of each hour. It's the Glen Hill Show. And I thought, gee, I go away for ten days, and all of a sudden the name of my show changes. No. It used to be the Neil Rogers Show. No. But here comes the tea lady with the It's the Glen <laughs> Hill Show. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, Broward, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, what's up? Oh, you're absolutely right about Dave Barry and the bird. It was terminal. Horrible. I Oh, it was oh, I didn't even hear it. And I turned on Jeff Charles. I was his one and only caller for this. <laughs> <laughs> that is getting desperate. It was, just, it was just awful. And I can't believe that Glenda gave away the Buffalo. Here I am up from Buffalo. I've been a Buffalo Bills fan for the last 15 years. Now, this is... won the AFL title back in the 60s. This is why he's really I was upset. the next guy to get on the line. And what happens? He gives it away to his little friend. This I, must be the guy who's going to vote for... Pick up yeah. the You're this the is, guy that's going to vote for Jackie Kemp, huh? Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Bill fan from all the this way. This is why he's really How mad. soon they forget Daryl LaMonica. Oh, isn't that the truth? Daryl yeah. LaMonica, the juice years, it was great. Yeah. It really was. But we're still we're struggling through with Jim Kelly and the rest of those bums up there now. So we just, we're just I'll tell you one thing: the media up there is not just hostile; they're hysterical. They are foaming at the mouth. They're ready to have a lynch mob attack the team. I know. I went up there not too long ago. My 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 sister-in-law runs a uh, 
runs a restaurant up there that the Bills come over to all the time, and they've been Bills fans for years, and they just, it's just, you know, after you go 4-10, and 10, like, or 4-12, and 12, like, six, seven years in a row, you know I mean? Well, there's no hope left. In fact, the rumor going around Buffalo is that they don't want to take any credit for him. They're going to start calling him the Orchard Park Bills. That's right. They, they wanted to call him the Orchard Park Bills for a long time now. Yeah. At Rich Stadium. And then it'll be the Fredonia New York Bills. <laughs> well, they got the Englewood or something Rams now, so it's it's it yeah. all falls into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great to have you back, Neil. Don't go away anytime soon because we can't stand the bird. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Good taste. Excellent choice. And great taste in contemporary talk. Dade County, hello. Contemporary talk. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Neil, hold on a second, all right? Okay. Here's a guy with a speakerphone listening to his radio in the time tunnel all together. Hello? Yeah. Neil, how are you doing? What kind of a phone are you on? What kind of phone? Let me see. AT&T. <laughs> Boy, it sure doesn't sound like it to me. It sounds like Hitachi. No, I think it's about on its last leg. I yeah. don't know if it's true about the... Put it, in, put it in your microwave for about two minutes on high. On high? Yeah. I... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I can't help it. When I get some more money, I'll, I'll buy a new phone. Okay. All right? <laughs> so how was your trip? Great. You know, everyone missed you, and I don't know, I think the people that replaced, they should have just played repeats of the Iran-Contra. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned, by the way, about repeats, because I heard an ugly rumor from somebody in this room the other day that uh, during Christmas week, we've been gathering all of these hours, the best of Neil that we were going to play. Yeah, I heard... And then there was some comment that I heard the other day about we're having a problem with that. What is the problem? Because a lot of the material that's on those tapes... Is dated. Is, well, it's not dated, it's not allowed to be played anymore. You know, because of Gilbertson and so forth. So we have a question of whether we can play them or not. We have to go back and check them. Does he actually... We have to censor those hours? Well, you I mean, don't... if the asshole record got on the air once during Christmas week, uh, somebody would have a nervous breakdown? It's not that... Just... Have we wimped out to that degree? It's just not my Are decision. Are we that subservient? Are we that nervous? Are we that frightened for our jobs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell Unbelievable. Is it incredible, sir? Spinelessness and gutlessness. Yeah, well, um, that's how I heard that also. So they were talking about that, you know. Yeah, we have a new slogan. It's called Wimp with Success. <laughs> and what's that supposed to mean? Is that you're cutting yourself down? Yeah. Is it, or is it Glenn? I'm not sure what you took a shot at, yourself or, or Glenn? Not at me. <laughs> oh, right. This guy's pretty good. I like that laugh. Do you? Yeah. You like my laugh? Yeah, stand by, sir. You could be, uh, you could have a job within a few days. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Oh, no. I, you, what, you, you do we just cart it, and we just, you know, the uh, royalty each time. Yeah, you get, each time. yeah, you get residuals. Yeah. Like the uh, Rockin' Rebels did on Wild Weekend. Yeah, same. No, by the way, anybody out there who wants to call She tomorrow and ask Joey Pinto how come the the uh, Rockin' Rebels not, never got a dime for that record, I'd be interested in the answer to that. He's a con artist. Yeah. Exactly. Because I was listening to him this morning. It's the first time I listened to him. I, frankly, it's the last time I ever listened to him. Yeah, he's pretty exciting. Uh, he gives this big build-up like he's going to do something funny, and then it's not funny. You know, you listen for like ten minutes, and you think something hysterical is coming up, and then it's just, uh, you know, he plays somebody blowing gas or something, and that's it. Well, he he should have said, you know, instead of being... I don't uh, want to say farting. I know. I know. What's that? <laughs> no problem. Um, let, me, let me ask you a question. Yes. How old are you? I'm 22. Old enough to know better. Sounds so enthusiastic. All of the other callers have been. 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 All of the other callers have been kind of. 
comatose. Well, borderline well, comatose. Well, you got residuals there. Yeah. Something that uh, Joey never had. You know, there's, there's people here that are from somewhere else, you know? They just, they're probably, you know what they are? I'll tell you what it is. You know, no one knows you're back in town except the people who listen to Joey's show, and they're the callers today. There's some people that used to listen to you. There. Yeah, all the other people are uh, listening to Sandy now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> on their mobile phones. Well, listen, have a wonderful life. All right. And stand by. We may call on you one of these days soon. <laughs> all right. Take care now. Okay. Stay from Pepper Pines, all right? Okay. See you later. Alan Box was a normal man with a wife, children, a summer home in Opalaka, and a chain of radio stations. Well, normal that is until just three weeks ago. Hi, honey. How was your day? Unbelievable. Terminal. There's nothing but subhuman douchebags out there. Alan Box is suffering from Neil Rogers disease. Have you canceled the Miami Herald yet? But, honey, we don't subscribe to the Herald. Oh, now that's a cop-out. What kind of a lame excuse is that? Just say no to El Herald, sir. Huh? People afflicted with Neil Rogers' disease have lost the ability to communicate like normal human beings. What's the matter with you? Blue-haired old bags from Pembroke Pines. You know, the Yenfes who say, Oh, Neil, how can you say those nasty things? Running around stealing sweet and low. Can I get you anything? How about those bag boys at Winn-Dixie? You know, it doesn't hurt to look. Incredible. Neil Rogers' disease, a growing South Florida epidemic. Please, help us find a cure. Honey, it's Friday night. You know what that means. Hey, you know what I got? A nine. A nine! What's Lee Fowler got? Three point something? <laughs> Send your tax-deductible contributions today in care of Hot 105. <laughs> Terminal. Unbelievable. What is that, their format he's talking about? Only kidding now. Don't get sensitive over there. Don't get sensitive. A lot of people on FM in this market get very sensitive. Yeah. Like some up at the other end of this building. Oh, that was incredible this morning when we went over yeah. there. Oh, boy. They have that look of panic, sheer Ooh. panic, you know, especially first day back from vacation, and they see me walking through the FM <laughs> at about a quarter to ten. Panic in the studio. I mean, Jean Cashman pressed that button and the turntable cranked up from 16 to 78 RPM. <laughs> she was spinning around like a, a dreidel. It was incredible. Peter was not smiling. No. They were the, very nervous. He was in the atrium running around. He was not smiling And they have all. nothing to worry about for at least another week because Gary went off to Anaheim to some uh, convention out there, to some Mickey Mouse convention in Anaheim. <laughs> and there's nothing to worry about. That may be what it is. With him out of town, we're not going to make the format change for at least another week. So what are they concerned about? They've got at least a week's security, which is more than most people in this business have. <laughs> like an IOD. They have week security, W-E-A-K. <laughs> Maybe they're going to change their call letters. Wouldn't that be a great call for that station? W-E-A-K, week radio. <laughs> Terrible. Shame on you. Shame on you. Dade County, hello. Oh, I know there's somebody there. Hello? Yes, see, I knew it. I could tell you. I could feel your presence. Neil. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the return of Circus Boy, the television program. <laughs> hey, Glenn. With the uh, Mickey With Dolan. Harry Elefante. Somebody. Yeah. Listen, uh, Neil. Yeah. Number one, glad to have you back. Uh, number two, I would like to uh, see if you could give a plug to the rallies that's going to be going on down at uh, uh, the Vizcaya. Yeah, but you're so sneaky. I'm, I'm sitting here always waiting for Kyle to answer the phone. No, Kyle is not answering the phone today because we don't want to, you know, get him off on the wrong foot. <laughs> but anyway, I was unprepared because, you know, I was sitting here watching somebody across the street. I think it was a Pope uh, 
uh, advisor. Anyway. Did, did he have a dress on? Uh, yes, but it's not white. And did he have a young altar boy at his side, blonde? Two of them, one a brunette. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I just... One kind of a backup, if you pardon that expression. Oh, I'll let you go with that. Look, okay. I wanted to know if you would give us some information <laughs> that the rally that's going to be held at Copernicus Plaza, uh, the Rally for Life, and that the Vizcaya Station will be open for disembarkment to the uh, rally at Copernicus Plaza. Disembarkment. Boy, that's a great term, isn't it? I, I spent a lot of time at uh, it's Disney like World. excommunication. No, I spent a lot of time at Disney World. <laughs> okay. I, was I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I just wanted to get that across, and I have other radio stations to call, but uh, the rally will be uh, on schedule 5 to 9, uh, and it's going to be with your good friend, Bob Kunst. Oh. Yeah, you notice I didn't say that until after. Oh, until after you got it all out. Yeah, but no, seriously, on a serious note. Uh, what, is, what is he going to be doing there? Uh, Dressing up like the Pope? Is he going to have a dress on? There's going to be a lot of us down there doing that, but uh, seriously. There's going to be a lot of guys with mustache, little mustaches and dresses on. That ought to be real interesting. Now, come on, Neil. You know, it's just, you know, support your own. <laughs> Take care of your own. All right, listen, I'm very glad you're back. What do you mean my own? Do I have to take credit for all those clones that are going to be down there with their dresses on? Come on. Well, you know, there's, you know, you know, I see a lot of straight guys, and no offense, Glenn, but I see a lot of straight guys that give gay guys like me a bad name because they're so wimpy. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> either they're very they're very wimpy or they're putting on a good act, one or the other. Let me tell you. Listen, uh, thank you for letting me say that, and I'm very happy you're back. Okay, give Bob a big kiss for me. <laughs> on the cheek only. Okay, it's uh, 12 minutes before noon at WINZ. We're going to take another break here in spite of what uh, those rumors are in Tampa. <laughs> good. And if anybody out there has Lassiter's home number because I left it at home, please uh, call in immediately. He went away and you hung around and bothered me every night. I wouldn't go out with you. He said some things that just weren't very nice. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. Better head out on the double. You've been spreading this guilt that I was untrue. So look out now, baby, because he's coming after you. He knows what you've been trying. Soon we'll be K1. He's been gone for such a long time. But now he's back and things will be divine. You're gonna be sorry you were ever born. Because he's kind of big and he's magnificently strong. He knows I wasn't cheating. As a result, you're gonna take a beating. You're a big boy now, but he'll cut you down to size. I hate you. I hate you and all your despicable lives. My boyfriend's back. He's gonna save my reputation. 
Information Center at the Metro Dade. Uh, the Pope is going to be on Friday morning at 10 a.m. viewing. What are you laughing about? I haven't even said it yet. He's going to be screening a private showing with Archbishop McCarthy and Monsignor Walsh of Jeff Stryker in Power Tool. I was laughing because I knew what was coming, <laughs> so to speak. Dade County, hello. Neil, please. Speaking. This is Neil? Yes, it is. Oh, all right. Turn that oh, radio off. Okay, man. okay. On, on that thing about Tom Jekka that you said you heard him uh, with Sam Geisen? I didn't say I heard him. I heard that he was going to be on. Was that on tape? Yeah. Oh. I think he's back tomorrow. I Geisen told you he's coming back tomorrow. He <laughs> you up. He was what? He was uh, saying all kinds of lousy things about you. Sam Geisen, the guy with the false teeth? Yep. Unbelievable. It was, I got on the phone, he at least allowed me ten minutes of intelligent conversation with him. Wow. Uh, you mean Tom wasn't defending me? Tom was on the fence. Let's uh, say he was fencing with guys, and guys who pulled some uh, pretty good verbiage on you. Yeah, well, that's a good station, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I know, I, there was... Not, when when I when there was nothing else on the radio, could believe me that I was desperate listening to that one. Yeah, well, I'm glad you could pick it up. Obviously. Only reason I listened to it because the second thing I heard out of his mouth was Neil Rogers. Yeah, well, that's good. And your dirtiness. I always loved Sam. I'm glad you're back, dirty. You clean up his beard clean a bit. or any other way. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sam Geisen is picking on me now, too. Boy, I, I really know who that is. By the way, the article by Ron Sachs, because somebody else sent a copy to me, was in the Broward Review. Oh. Okay? All right. Just get it straight. I'm working on it. Get the it. information right. We thank Ron again for uh, just absolutely profusely tinkling yeah. all over my shoes. Broward, hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Is this Neil? Yes, it is. Well, I'll tell you what. Welcome back. You were well missed. I'm sitting here working on this political cartoon, and I just wanted to invite your input. Who is this, Don Wright? Hello? <laughs> I'm Neil. <laughs> no, when I'm, when I'm, I'm sitting here looking at, this, looking at this. It's almost finished, but I wanted to share it with you because you may have some dynamite input that would help it. Yeah. Oh, the background is the queue line for the early bird at the Rascal House. And standing, your, your attention is focused on three individuals. And one of them is the Pope. The second one is Lee Fowler, kind of with his shoulder turned, you know, counting his cash to make sure he's got enough, you know how that goes. Yeah. And sure. the third person is Ron Jaworski. Now, the caption reads, Lee Fowler takes 
two poles at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Well, I gotta, I don't, I'm not going to make T-shirts, but I thought I'd... You know, can you help? Can you make it any better? No, that's perfect. No. Good. Then let's enjoy the week and uh, stay off the street, man. Okay. It's going to be a zoo. Okay. See you later. Love you all. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're tied up the to town for two whole days for a guy in a dress. I keep saying that, but it just, it's incredible. I mean, if a guy came into your neighborhood running around with a dress and a beanie on, you'd call a cop. They'd arrest him immediately, right? <laughs> Probably. There was a guy on Sunset, for example, running around with a dress on and a beanie. Well... And waving a spear, you know? Unbelievable. You'd think that either he was a metal case or he was on his way to a Santa Ria ritual in West Hialeah, exactly. one or the other. No and question about it. And I'd point him in the direction of Hialeah. Okay. Well, you've been waiting for this for seven weeks. Seven weeks ago today, on a Tuesday, no less, you started this uh, movie review, and we're going to finish it. Well, we start on this radio station, we finish. Right. That's what Bob Gilbertson said. You're all finished. But unfortunately, it's time for the news. Is it unfortunate? Got a lot of those sick queens out there, boy, that just, every time they hear that music, they start with that River Phoenix crap again. <laughs> you know, this little kitty's about six years old. A lot of these pederasts in this audience. Did Fred Schatz address any of that when he was here? I mean, no. try to straighten some of those people out. No, so he talked way. about foot fetishes, but he didn't talk about petrophilia or pedophilia. Petrophilia. Pet Fear of petroleum. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Those are people who are afraid to pick the petals on daisies. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or other assorted flowers, yeah. which we'll mention in the next hour. Mm -hmm. Mike Wolf is back with the headlines. CBS has the prestigious world news at the top of the hour, minus the whirlpool spot. And we'll come back at 12.06. <laughs> Try to get people to talk about your radio station after 10 o'clock in the morning. The 12.08 at WINZ. And uh, Michael Jackson seems to be everywhere, isn't he? He's on the cover of People This Week, which we just got in the mail. And what was that other thing you were showing me about R&R, um, <clears throat> &R, our in favorite R &R, publication yeah. that nobody reads? And when I was in Rochester, there were all these articles because the album had just come out. Yeah. In fact, all the stations in Detroit were playing it and claiming to be the first ones playing it. Right. And the questions in the articles were, in fact, every article said basically the same thing. The album is good, but what about the way he looks? Yeah. What about, what the, way about he looks? the way he looks? He looks like a mannequin. He doesn't look yeah. real. And all the black kids in Rochester that they interviewed said, we don't want to be identified with him because he looks a little too swishy for us. <laughs> you know you, what I'm saying? Do you believe he's proposed to Elizabeth Taylor? Have you heard that rumor? Proposed rumor? what? Marriage. Have you heard that rumor? <laughs> yeah, proposed what exactly? <laughs> what are they going to do? Rub their jewels together? <laughs> He has a shrine to her in his house. Did you hear that? Really? And he has a big screen TV that runs Elizabeth Taylor movies 24 hours a day. Did you hear all that? While he's in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> While he's in the tank with the oxygen. With the Michael Jackson glove. And all it says in this two-page color, full-color ad in r, r all it says is bad Michael Jackson. Yeah. That's it. Three, three be words. Bad. Yeah, he'd be bad. I'd be bad. Three words in the I'd be ad. real bad. Yeah, the album's okay. Is it? Yeah. Then it doesn't it's not blow great. me. Yeah, I've heard the the title. It cut. doesn't what? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Nothing. I think that could have been actionable what he just said. <laughs> don't you? How'd you like to be the sidekick on a Joey Pinto show? <laughs> oh don't even kid about that. Don't even joke around. And you about know the that. Pinto is like one step away from an Edsel. Isn't that what they always said? 
And I want to thank the uh, people at The Wave, even though I haven't read it yet. But look at that on the front uh, cover with a big nice. drawing or whatever that is. Nice uh, drawing. Very nice. Off the air with Neil Rogers. And also the Pompano Ledger. Man, we have made it. We've made it. Okay? Screw the Herald and all these other nickel and dime publications. Pompano but Ledger. But the Broward... What was it? The Pompano Ledger. No, the other one first. Oh, the Broward Review. Review. Yeah. And now the Pompano Ledger lead editorial. Shock Radio has an audience. Ooh, I like that. Remembering Buddy. It's a biography of Buddy Holly. Yeah. I'm going to play uh, some Buddy Holly on the Stan Major show today, by the way. <laughs> That'll be different. That'll be the day. Last week, Neil Rogers of WINC AM began battling with a listener from this area who apparently disagrees with Rogers' shock radio format. Thing show is the, hey, man, did you hear what Tanner did this morning? Or did you hear what Rick and Suds did? Or did you hear what Dell did? Rogers claimed that the listeners had formed a group that contacted WINC's advertisers and urged them to stop supporting the program. If the protester believes that the Neil Rogers program is juvenile, scatological, leering, and dripping with sexual innuendo, we agree. On the other hand, tens if not hundreds of thousands choose to listen in. And the simple fact is Rogers is dominating the radio business with his approach. You may find it ugly or wonderful. That is your right. It is also Roger's right to continue, and it is a right that must be protected regardless of personal preference. Makes sense. What the hell are you doing over there? Just I'm opening the mail. Like a frantic animal. <laughs> the desire to dominate and control the thinking of others is an all-too-common human failing. In the 1950s, this nation went through an ugly period of McCarthyism that left a stain on the noble efforts of a generation that risked all to fight Nazism. In the 1980s, more subtle efforts by anti-war interests to suppress films that deal with the treatment of POWs by America's enemies in Vietnam has stained the efforts of those legitimately opposed to war and national violence. The founders of this nation wisely allowed for divergent beliefs, opinions, attitudes, and philosophies. They clearly understood that majority rule could easily become enslavement of the minority. Such suppression would inevitably breed re revolution and the destruction of the American democratic experiment. Under our system, the best yet devised by our tumultuous species, species, specious, it is important. What are you doing over there? The man is just totally in a dream world. You know, I'm no matter, not. I could I could throw any word in here and it doesn't make any difference. I'm listening to every word you say. I could have said say. it's a good time for the great pace. I, I'm listening to every word you say. The best yet devised by our tumultuous species. It is important to remember that the opinions of others need not be honored, but they must be protected from those seeking to silence them if we are to continue as a free nation. How do you I like that? I agree. From the Pompano Ledger. I heard Great. every word. Excellent. Uh, look at this letter I got, and be sure to read the last thing in it. The Dear bottom. Glenn, Tampa Radio Talk News, WPLP. David Fowler is described as a manic depressive, but is considered very nice. Jack Wheeler receives a lot of negative comments. Rick Marin, who some write to him as moron, <laughs> is the new kid on the block replacing Bob Lassiter. Joey Reynolds is playing the I-95 song on WSHE. That's it. He's playing the I-95 asshole record? I also heard he was playing the Beach Boys L.A., but I have, I have not heard either one of those. How can he do that? Uh, I don't know. 
But that's what we had a caller say that to us last week. And now we get a letter that says he's playing the I-95 song. I don't know. Just reports. Well, we took her daddy's bullets and we headed for the Hollywood freeway. But we hit a lot of traffic and got stuck in a two-hour delay. So we pulled out our pistols and we dealt with the traffic in New Jerry Clifton? Yeah. No. He's Do you know Jerry Clifton? Yeah. Obviously. Another old friend of, of He used to be the PD of 96X. Who cares? What about him? I just saw his picture here with, uh, you remember, you know Buzz Bennett? Yeah. Buzz looks like he's uh, been uh, buzzed a few times too many. Yeah, it looks like he's been <laughs> hanging around with Roby Young. It does, doesn't he? Yeah. What about him? <laughs> Just Does about, the audience care about these in in things? To All what? of these radio people that nobody ever heard of before and nobody wants to hear of? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dade County, hello. Hi. How you, is how you doing? Neil? Yes, sir. Hi, I'm a six-time caller, so you know why I'm nervous. Okay. Okay, anyway. Uh, how, how was your trip? Okay. Oh, that's great. Uh, anyway, I wanted to tell you, my ex-wife did look like the Pope. Does that make any sense? Or was her dress as big as his was? Is. Uh, I think it was a little shorter. Okay. Anyway, the other day I was going down Biscayne Boulevard, right? <laughs> and I ran into this, uh, this whore. Am I allowed to say that? No. No. Okay. Hooker. And she had a Hooker. Nose. I guess she must have been full. Anyway, look, you have a uh, good what day. What is this man talking about? <laughs> it's non sequitur. Yeah. That's great. I'll see you around, Neil. Okay, thanks a lot, Tom. There's Tom Likas calling <laughs> in from Phoenix. Let's go to uh, Broward. Hello. Yes, sir. Good to have you back. Thank you so much. I, I know you were depressed yesterday with hearing from Lassiter and uh, going to call and everything, but there was a group that was a little more depressed than you Saturday. Who's that? The Gator fans. Good. <laughs> good. I'd say we were, we were at the game, you know, having a good time, us loyal Miami people, and about eight minutes ago they were all leaving the stadium, and they were a depressed group. Really? Yes. And really, really felt bad for him. Well, anybody from Gainesville or anybody who spent, you know, more than 10 days in Gainesville deserves what they get, you know. 
<laughs> Just because they can't go out and pay guys 100000 a year to play football in college, uh, what can I tell you? Uh, you, you know, the, the brown teeth and all, you know, it was a good yeah. bunch, you know, just, just what you expect to see up there. You bet. They were really cocky before, the, can I say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, so I know your depression history couldn't compare to theirs. Uh, no, you're wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> I mean, to plunge your brains out at Calder, to just, and then to get beaten out by, by a nostril. Yeah. It was great perfect yeah. and to have some listener who doesn't know a horse from a donkey, he would have bet on the lead pony if they would have put a number on it. And a guy comes up and he cashes the trifecta in the same race for eleven hundred dollars. Well, I was at Calder about oh the first week or so of August. Last time I was down there, I've been there in two years. Yeah. So I I decided what the heck I don't know the horses, so I decided to bet everything Laurie Painter rode. Oh boy. And she was hot that day. Really? She was hot. She that was hot. the day, yeah. I, I bet, uh, I think, four combinations she was on. What did she do? Ride them all in the front? About ten lengths in front? No, no, no. Hang she, on for uh, desperation? She came from behind. She she was whipping the heck out of those horses coming through the stretch. Really? I was really surprised. And uh, she made me happy that day, that's for sure. Lori made you happy. Well, we don't want to get into that, sir, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Neil, good having you back. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Now, Calder is my favorite track. I love it out there. I love the ambiance and the food and Martha up there and Jimmy at the ice cream stand. All my good friends at Calder, but they'll have to understand that uh... <laughs> it's adios. In fact, I wrote on my program yesterday, I showed it to uh, Bill Calder. I wrote the adios... Uh, handicap over the last race, and it was, believe me. In fact, Baldazar and the one horse, they bet him down in the double, something fierce, and uh, he's still running. Chuck is still running. I guess uh, he only tries hard on Sunday because he's born again now. He got religion, and he rides for the Lord on Sunday, but never on a Monday, never on Labor Day. And uh, the only race where he even came close to getting arrested was that one race where he beat me. I don't want to keep mentioning it again and again, but beat Mike Gonzalez by a nose of an for a second. It had to be a 410 perfect. It mm-hmm. had to be. Couldn't possibly miss. And it did. And the Lord heard Chucky's prayer on the rail there in the deep stretch. And he, uh, unbelievable. And Michael Lee, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on it, Michael, but uh, get serious. Take up a real profession. Go do something honest. Uh, Broward, hello. Neil? Yeah. So tell me, where can I get the best bagels? Yeah, that's. we're going to do that from noon to two, I think. Spindell? Spindell, are you trying to euthanize all your loyal listeners? What have I got to do with it? My God. As a matter of fact, I was in the car listening Sunday when he was taking his poll, and I was frantically trying to find a payphone so I could call in and vote, but I couldn't find one. Unbelievable. They don't have any phones at the track. No. Neil, Neil, one thing, and then I gotta go. Okay. Did you hear that IBM has the new typewriter, the Presidential Selectric? You know what its features are? <laughs> go ahead, sir. It has no memory and no colon. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I'll tell that one to the Pope when we see him on Thursday. Okay, Neil. See Thank you around. You. Thank you. That's a good connection on that line, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, was that because of the new phone system? No. Punch that up again. Now, what is it, 71? Mm-hmm. I like this. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> Drive them crazy out there in the atrium. Yeah. It's too bad we don't have reverb. We could do an old echo chamber. <laughs> I know. This. Are they using that synthesizer? Hasn't it clicked? On EFM? I don't know. Did it click in? I don't think so. Let me try it again. Try it again. Let me try it again. Hello? 
Did they unhook it already? They unhooked it already? What do you mean they unhooked it? Rick, oh, here comes a message. Yes, you are on. Oh, it's working now. It doesn't do anything. (laughs) You're on. Bob Gilbertson, please report to AM Control. Bob Gilbertson, please report immediately. Oh, that's good. I like that. That thing is fun. That was great. It you was know, a... on a slow day, we can use that. We can have at least a good audience out there in the atrium. we got a whole lot of people work here. I like the fact that you were on and we didn't know. And we were yeah. Let me let me put that a different way. We've got a lot, a lot of people on the payroll here, okay? Thank Let's you. not get carried away. Right. 22 past noon at WINZ. I'm Joey Pinto, and we'll come back right after this. Hello. This is Michael Jackson, urging you to help stop the spread of social disease. Don't risk your life by having a romantic encounter with an unfamiliar acquaintance. I urge you to do like I do. Go it alone. But make sure you wear protection. That's why I recommend the Michael Jackson Glove. Worn on either hand, the Michael Jackson Glove adds the security and peace of mind that I need to do it myself. So remember, before you pull it out, put it on. And... The Michael Jackson Glove, proving once again that a bird in the hand is better than one in the bush. Available in sequin models for extra stimulation. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that we strive for. We spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to try and make that happen. Okay, 25 past <laughs> noon. <laughs> that's why you don't see too many of the gloves around town. They're pretty expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Anyway, the wave was very kind, and I thank them for all the nice things they did. And they quoted me accurately, evidently, and, uh, you know, they never stole a freight train. So congratulations to them. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about Michael Jackson. Would you ever want to run into him in a dark alley? Me? <laughs> no. Look out. I know. That could be our poll question in the 1 o'clock hour. <laughs> Would you want to run into Michael in a dark alley? Now, we need to take more polls. The city's going through withdrawals. He'd be bad. He'd be real bad. Especially with that um, new leather look. Yeah. He's got to get a little kinkier as each day goes by. Have you noticed that? I've got a few more studs as each day goes by. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Broward. Hello. Hello. Is there someone there? Can you tell? No. Nobody there. Okay. I can tell. Hmm? Can't you tell? No, not yet. Punch it up on that phone. Hello. Hi, hi, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Um, Neil, have have the powers that be told you you can't pick on the Pope? No. How come you aren't doing it? You only got a couple days. I was hoping for a medley of the greatest hits, Tom Lehrer, Vatican Rag, and all. You want us to pick on the Pope? Oh. On the Holy Father? I know it. That's all we hear. What kind of degenerate are you? I'm pretty degenerate, Neil. I got to admit it. And Shame on you! Don't you tickled. don't you understand? At the very least, you'll spend ten years in purgatory if you keep this <laughs> kind of talk. Huh? I'm willing for a good laugh today. Okay. I'm willing to take answers. <laughs> okay. First, you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect, and ten you flex, ten you flex, ten Whatever steps you want, if you have cleared them with the pontiff, everybody say his own Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican right. Get in line in that 
processional Step into that small confessional They're the guy who's got religion I'll tell you if your sin's original If it is, try playing it safer Drink the wine and chew the wafer Two, four, six, eight Time to transubstantiate So get down upon your knees Fiddle with your rosaries Bow your head with great respect And genuflect, genuflect, genuflect Make a cross on your abdomen When in Rome, do like a Roman Ave Maria, gee, it's good to see you Getting ecstatic and sort of dramatic And doing the batting and Okay, let's not overdo it. Let's save the good stuff for Thursday and Friday, okay? <laughs> All right. You think that he's going to have a Sony Walkman oh, in the motorcade? Positive he will. And the Archbishop will give him a little nudge, you know, a little elbow. <laughs> yeah. A little friendly nudge. They're very touchy, you know, those priests. They like to uh, feel a little bit in touch. And I'll say, wait till you listen to this, you know. And then, of course, he'll have all these terrible things to say about me, the Archbishop, as usual. Mm -hmm. But uh, he gets off on this show. He really does. He loves it. Mm -hmm. Here's another copy of the Miami Review. You're right. Mm -hmm. It's in both the Broward Review and the Miami Review. So I have been exonerated. Boy, we apologize. Thank you. And take it back. We retract everything we said about you and then multiply it by ten. Everything? <laughs> Almost. Ooh, look at that. I got two of them punched down at the Ooh, same neat. time. Great. You think that'll work? Sure. No. It won't work. Hello? Hello? Yes? Rogers? Hello? 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 <laughs> Hi, Neil. So yes. Hi, Neil. Welcome back. Good to hear you. Thank you. You know why you lost at the track? Why is that? No one had called you to tell you that last Wednesday, and somebody had called in because <laughs> they told... The wee person with you the other day on the phone, I was listening, that they had a Monsignor speaking on the telephone, on the radio, on the some other radio station. Yeah. And he was giving a whole speech about the Pope being in town and forgive people, and he said, and God even forgives Neil Rogers. That's the truth. You ask Glenn about it. I never heard it. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Really? <laughs> Boy. Everybody heard it. People were calling from all over, and my friends called me, and then I heard people calling the station because they spoke to Glenn. You ask him about it and talk about it. It was the funniest thing I heard. So he well, and you lost. Okay. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Uh, sort of like I don't know where she was. See. It was like a semi a sound tunnel kind of. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. It was building to a crescendo. I liked it a lot. Broward County. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is uh, Tim from Pompano. I was calling about. Um, you said uh, that John 316 you were wondering about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, same guy on every uh, sports show. On every... Um, well, he sure, gets a, he sure gets around, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's the same guy. He pays for his own way everywhere. He yeah. was even in East Lansing the other night. He was at the Michigan State-USC game was last he night. Really? Yeah. yeah, he goes all over the country, wherever it's on TV, and he wears that weird wig. Oh, he yeah. does? With all the he colors. He finally got rid of that wig. Oh, I thought that was Howard Cosell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he got rid of the wig. I think he was... Uh, Jesus freak from back at the Woodstock. Thing. Or Jim McKay, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to clear that up. I didn't know if you knew it was the same guy. Well, you sure have uh, straightened me out. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, good to have you back. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Look at this. Terry is at the brick oven and wants to know if... Well, you see, the only problem with that is if she gets back, like, in the next hour, that would be great. But if she gets back at about 4 this afternoon, well, I'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. if she brought back a couple of those nice little pies, that would be nice. It wouldn't would be it? wonderful. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And maybe a few bagels. Well. <laughs> we could have a few of those stale bagels from the freezer while we're waiting. 
You go open that. No, thanks. Smells like bagels. El Paso. All right. You're Look smart. at those lines all of a sudden. Are we going to have to give the numbers out? No. Look, several no. lines that are not ringing during no. this noon hour. That's all the things. You know, you go away for 10 days and you come back, and they haven't been all that enthusiastic today. It's like uh, they're waiting for something. Like they're waiting for the show to start. This is it. This is it. <laughs> what you hear is what you get. There they go. Boy, they're just like, they're like uh, puppets on a string, aren't I they? Know. And I have held their They're hand. They're like marionettes. For ten days, I've held their hand. I've assured them. Well, they better wash with, with, um. No. What was that soap? Like pumice? What was that disgusting soap? Was it lava? Lava. Ooh. Yeah. L-A-V-A. And it's like washing your hands with a rock. Exactly. I understand that Rick Weaver bathes with lava. <laughs> <laughs> and you never get any suds off of it. That's the problem, you know. No. It's, uh, incredible. It's for people that are extra dirty. Like your hands, like a mechanic who works on a car. So oh, it's yeah. perfect for Rick Weaver. Yeah. It, it's, it'll get all that grease and oil. Just lather it all yeah. up. And, um, yeah. That's who it's for. It's like, like if you have like ashes, like I do there on my hand right. from the cigar. They still make that, I think, don't they? Lava. He needs goop. Goop. Yeah, I remember goop. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they use it in uh, garages. Goop. Yeah, right? In uh, where they... <laughs> That's true, isn't it? I have it? a great name for a soap. How about Mung? That's a perfect name. <laughs> when perfect. you're really dirty from head to toe, Mung will get it all. And you could have Rick Weaver do the testimonial. You know, yeah. it would be great TV. Yeah, I bathe in Mung. Yeah. He kind of looks like it. Uh-huh. Dade County, hello. Dade County? Yes, sir. Are you in Dade County or is this just an ugly rumor? Yes, sir. Are you in Dade County? Or oh, I like uh, these people with their radios. That's good. Yeah. Turn it way up, Rogers. sir. Yeah. Turn that radio way up. Let me turn the radio up, okay? Yeah, turn it up. <laughs> okay. We want a little trip into the uh, sound tunnel here. Come on. <laughs> I haven't had that today. Oh, no, the wind's time tunnel would be good. I don't know. Get James Darren in there and Pat <laughs> Pat Boone, maybe. <laughs> and uh, Sears Heavy Duty Waterless Hand Cleaner. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Speak to uh, us. Uh, somebody called in at the... What a call this is. <laughs> a, uh, a meeting at the Viscaya. Uh, yeah. They never left a number with it that you can call. Okay, well, they'll call back and give it to us. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Bug off. Broward County, hello. Bug off. Ooh, that's good. Hello. Bug off. Ooh, that's good. That's great. Bug off. A trip into the W-I-N-Z time tunnel. A trip into the W-I-N-Z time tunnel. Ladies and gentlemen, finally. Time tunnel, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. Time tunnel, and if we go back far enough, we'll hear Joey Pinto at WKBW in Buffalo. Oh, we can't go back that far. 1859, and you were there. 1859. Stan Roberts, Dan Nevereth, and Joey Reynolds together in stereo. And Joey Reynolds together in stereo. Did they have stereo back then? Yeah, on the Edison cylinder. <laughs> How much of uh, I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Okay, they were doing great till they started with that stuff. I know. 
How much of the nine rating do you think we should attribute to the time tunnel? Eight. <laughs> Dade County, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? This is Circus Boy. That number is 856. Boy, this guy, how did you get on so fast? Huh? How the hell did you get on? All the lines were flashing. I'm in my mobile car in my garage. Oh, I see. We haven't had many any mobile callers today at all. 856-8378. So is that what you'd like us to... Wait a minute. You want to say it again? 856-8378. What is that? Bob Quinn's tome number? No, 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 no. Come on. Uh, you know, he's got a bad rap, but the guy's trying to do some uh, good. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Ask you... him when he's going to go out and get an honest job. Uh, well, you know, if you really want the information about it, Neil, we're going to publish that in that other publication that you really hate, the TWN. Uh, that's my favorite newspaper. He's going to get a full financial disclosure. I've got news for you. Since they sent me my um, glossies of um, Jason Gedrick. Jason Gedrick and Tom Howell, that's my favorite newspaper in America. Hello? Okay. He almost, when he heard those two names in <laughs> he, he almost over. passed yeah, out. Just... He went into a cold sweat. Is uh, Circus Boy the way you would like to be referred to? Yeah, I think I'm going to get rid of the title, uh, Gay Blade. Nobody seems to understand what that means. <laughs> yeah. It's a 1926 term my grandfather told me about. Sure. Actually, it was uh, a straight guy that was very uh, fashionable and very right. hip and very, you know, cool. In the Roaring Twenties, exactly. right. Exactly. Mm. Or the Gay Nineties. Yeah. Well, either one fits. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's eight five six eight three seven eight. Anything, any information you need, please. What is is that? Uh, Jeff Stryker's number or what? Uh, Jeff Stryker is on the phones now. Oh boy. What? You'd well, be surprised. Well, this okay. Be... Well, you better go grab it, sir, <laughs> while you can. <laughs> Broward, hello. Yes, I'd like to talk to Neil Rogers. Okay. Uh, Who's calling, please? I'm calling from Clewiston. From where? Clewiston. Clewiston. Okay, this is Neil. Hey, Neil. I, I'm trying to. Uh, confirm a uh, rumor about this uh, special papal uh, blessing. Yeah. For all South Floridians. You it's bet. Called the uh, Holy Urination. Uh huh. And uh, can you confirm that or not? Yes. Yes. Uh, as, a matter, uh, as a matter of fact, you remember Billy Carter? Yes. <laughs> well, Thursday at high noon, the Pope is going to be doing his Billy Carter imitation right at Vizcaya. It's going to be great. That, I've heard that this uh, special blessing is going to be like a private showing. And uh, if you, uh, you know, you can handle it and all that. You know, you, you confirm it. No, you can't handle it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Only those, only those altar boys who are specially blessed can handle it. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I want to tell you one thing too. I'm uh, about closed, and I went out and had supper last night. And all these restaurants up here had some of the greatest meals. I had a nice thick steak and a baked potato. Would you have a little popsicle for dessert? No, no, they cover it with grits, about an inch of grits. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. I love Clayston, man. Mm -hmm. What haute cuisine they have up there. Really, just, it's great. You know, just, uh, yeah, you know, we can't get grits like that here in Miami. Well, I found out one thing. If, if they taste like anything, it's not true grits. You know, just... <laughs> well, it sounds like it. Well, anyways, enjoy the show. and. Uh... Are you really in Clewiston? Yeah, yeah. What well, you... between Clewiston and LaBelle. And what are you doing there? Are you just on the road? No, no, no. I listen to the radio. I listen to your show all the time. And you live there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Between Clewiston and LaBelle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, it's a good thing we come in up there. You'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I really? bet. It... Yeah, hey, you make my day. It's a, make it better interesting. Yeah, I bet, okay. it, I bet it's real quiet over there. Yeah, very quiet. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> okay, we'll send uh, Monsignor Boyan up to see you this weekend. Okay, well, okay. Uh, just, we wanted to confirm it out here because everybody's all excited about this. Okay, yeah. well, get yeah. your Pope containers ready because uh, you may be able to catch a specimen or two. Thanks a lot. 21 before 1 at WINZ. Why is everybody picking on the poor Pope, okay? Yeah, just a businessman trying to make a living. You know, business is bad. <laughs>
and he's just trying to sell a few trinkets and tchotchkes out there to make a few out of the church. That's all. Business they, is very bad. Yeah, they seem to be upset. Yeah. yeah. What the hell are they all upset about? <laughs> it's just like there is no difference in all this. I mean, the polls are in. Even from the religious pollsters like Gallup, 93% of the American Catholics think the Pope is full of it, okay? I mean, forget it as far as all of the crap that he talks about, but they still want to go see him. It's like Elvis. Is it? It's just like Elvis all over again. Is it An really? older Elvis, yeah. yeah. I never they thought about that. They want to touch way. his uh, ring. They want to kiss his um, whatever. I wouldn't advise kiss his robe. I would not advise kissing that ring, by the way. No. Under no. any circumstance. Or anything else. Exactly. I'm sure, uh, we haven't heard from people in Miami, but I'm sure no one's upset about them, uh, you know, shutting down the city. How come we're not getting any comment about Michael Jackson and his appearance, which seems to no. be getting more I, bizarre? I, we talked about... I didn't think it could get any more bizarre than it was a couple of years ago. I mean, when he did Thriller, you know, and uh, he and Vincent Price were right. looking at each other with Gaga eyes right. in that video. But um, I thought he was about as far gone as you could get. But he was very normal by comparison yeah. as to what he is now. I opened up the phones to talk about Michael on Tuesday. His special was on last Monday night on CBS. And it, it uh, if you'll excuse the expression, it petered out before noon. And I opened up the phones at 10 o'clock. No one cares. No one was interested. Uh, but would you want to run into him in a dark alley, though? That's no. my question. No. You sure? Yeah. I'm Michael Jackson, and I sold that Beatles song to Nike for lots of money. But I still own dozens of great tunes by the Fab Four, and now I'm selling them out. Eat at McDonald's when you're on the road. Get yourself a quarter pounder fries and cold. The music that moved your generation in the 60s is ready to move your products in the 80s. Pretty Love is out on sale this week at Tom again. originality and has no respect for classic music give me a call and say I mean, what is this part of a new routine now you just talk uh, in the middle step I'm, on michael jackson i'm sorry Who do you think you are dick Purton? that you can step on michael right. jackson i didn't know the mic was open yeah i apologize like i didn't know the gun was loaded exactly and i apologize for that won't happen again good now, what was the question about like Buddy this? Holly? Buddy Holly no, book? I don't want that. Buddy right. Holly was, uh, he was okay. He was only around for like a year or two. I know, I know. What did he have? That'll be the day, Peggy Sue, and oh boy, those are the only three records I remember. That'll be the day, yeah. That's about it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like Richie Valens. Here La Bamba. Yeah. Then La Bamba and more La Bamba. <laughs> and La Bamba, La Bamba, La Bamba, and that's it. <laughs> Maybe one more. And if you didn't like it the first time. And the big bopper, Chantilly Lace, yeah. and uh, what else? That's it. That's all I remember. Well, I remember as a little kid in diapers uh, growing up listening mm. to Joey Reynolds on WKBW <laughs> in Buffalo playing. <laughs> <laughs> Chantilly Lace by the big bopper. I was uh, just a little kid, a little tiny kid. Howard Stern was just a little kid in those days, too. 
And, of course, uh, Joey was, uh, you know... On the a, radio. With yeah. a beard. Mm-hmm. The whole business. Mm-hmm. Dade County, you say what? Oh, no, it's Joey Reynolds. Yeah, it sounds like it. What? Oh, no, it's Joey Reynolds. Don't start, sir. <laughs> oh, no, it's Joey Reynolds. He's not going to... <laughs> he's not going to speak to us. Oh, okay. well. Otherwise, ass. Hello. <laughs> Broward. Is there someone there? You always No, there's tell. nobody there. So you always that's know. at line uh, five. There's never mm-hmm. anybody on that line. That's just that's just the uh, sort of a break between calls. Exactly, right? it's the so, segue line. Yeah. Hello, Broward. Exactly. Hello. Yes. Yeah, this is Jeff Stryker. <laughs> <laughs> was that a good imitation or what? Yeah, that was very good. You've evidently seen some of those movies, huh? I've seen several. Yes, we talked. Uh, the is that why you sound out of breath, sir? <sighs> it's the mobile phone. Are you on a mobile phone? I am indeed. And is Jeff Stryker in the passenger seat? Yeah. Incredible. Right next to me. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries. Okay, a little advice from the Pope there, from the Holy Father. Well, when I'm on my knees, I don't fiddle with rosaries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you sound just like the type, sir. Uh-huh. Another one of those preverts. I am, and I'm proud of it. Well, good for you. So how was your vacation? It was okay. It was kind of quiet, you know. Uh-huh. I won enough money to bring back from New York State to uh, Florida to deposit at Calder and, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to uh, add to the, to the wealth of the Sunshine State. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson, he's, uh, he's gone over over the limit. Yeah. He's, uh, I love his new chin. <laughs> Let me see that magazine again. Where's People? Uh, you you oh, have Oh, I it. have People? Yeah, it's on the oh, cover. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah that new, um, what do they call it, a craft? A cleft. Yeah, hey, I have a natural cleft. He stole it from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, they, he has all these little private operations. He has them making incisions and little things in the strangest places. Yeah, there was an article in the Sun Sentinel, or a little blurb today, I think, and it, about his, his publicity agent said that he he's never had eye surgery, but he has had the cleft put in his his chin, and he has had certain operations. He admits, admits certain operations and denies them. I hear he had a little cleft... Uh, Somewhere else in his body too uh-huh. that we can't discuss on the air because it's actionable. But um, we don't want I, any I think action. you know I'm sitting here looking at this picture on the front of people and I'm thinking what a great role model he is for the youth of America today, isn't he? Isn't he? He has been for several years. He's worth three billion dollars and he looks like uh, Diana Ross in drag. <laughs> you know, he, does. he looks like his sister more than anything right now. I yeah, think. yeah. That's the, the what is mo- her name? Janet. Janet. That's the most frequent comment Janet. I uh, I got when we talked about Michael. And you notice there. we don't see Janet and Michael together anymore right. at all. No, Ever. You never see her. Never. Right. And that was the most frequent comment. They yeah. are the same person. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. No one. Boy. No one can deny that. So I guess you wouldn't want to run into a Michael in a dark alley. Huh? Uh, he's not my type. <laughs> I'd run into Jeff. Jeff. Well, I would run into him very slowly and carefully if I were you. Uh, it would have to be very slowly. I would think so. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, listen, have a great day, and uh, keep it up. Okay, well, squeeze Jeff's knee one time for me. Okay. See you later. Uh, gee, here's a, uh, what is that, a button that says, go ahead, bless my day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. He's next to Clint Eastwood. Carmel, California. Go yeah. ahead, bless my day. It's got a picture of the Pope and his hands up the air, and he's waving, and he's holding that uh, schmati in the whole business. Unbelievable. Go ahead, bless my day. <laughs> Pope Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Well, listen, there. you know, times are tough and they got to make some money. Business is bad. See, they got a big... Look at that. Here's the Pope looking out the Vindy. And he's got that dress on, that skirt. 
Well, I'll tell you one thing. His designer has got to be the best, huh? <laughs> Dade County, hello. Hello. Yes. How are you, Neil? Okay, how are you? That's... Why do you sound so depressed? Oh, boy, you would be depressed after you know who this is. Oh, no. Go ahead, hang up. It is. It is. Yeah. I was afraid of that. Straight from Israel to our hearts. Yeah. Go ahead. What's what, ha what happened, though? It sounds like uh, something, one of them must have dropped while he was on vacation. He sounds an octave lower today, uh, doesn't he? Exactly. How, I've been neutered. How come, how come you're not in school? What do you mean school? I graduated. How come you're not in shul? What? No, I arranged my my classes at the uni the university according to your show. Oh, he's going to you, oh, man. great! Which means he'll be on WVU. Well, we loved we loved your last newsletter. It was a classic. Can I ask you two questions? How come he's on the air here today, though? Oh, yeah. Usually, uh, this is what is this a new routine now? Yes. What have you done? Have you gone to reform school or something, or did the rabbi just give you a good talking to? Oh, well, now that Lee has uh, <laughs> in the on the air, he is giving me broadcasting lessons. Yeah, life will never be the same again without Lee. Don't forget to go to Peach's records and tapes and get uh, Lee's new album, Lee's Greatest Polls. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming out very soon. But I wanted to find out two things from you. Are you sitting down? By the way, the speaker system is terrible. Well, that's because we're on a speakerphone. We're just doing this today to give Kyle a little uh, vacation, which is the only reason you got on the air. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we better believe that. Don't knock it. That's the only reason you got on. Okay, I will not knock it. Well, he can turn down to the thing, can't he? Yeah, he could cut you off, but he wouldn't do that yet. I, I know. Then I'd rip him. Let me find out two things from you. Yeah, I could do it, too. I could turn you down real low. Real low. Like that. <laughs> now, go ahead. What is happening with Bill Calder? Well, Bill is still uh, doing the limbo rock, you know. Do you see him being on the air somewhere over here? I sure hope so. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I think maybe they could, uh, when when the talking stops having its fluke. No, they're not. They love it. Don't you understand? I keep telling him that. He keeps looking at me and just with that quizzical look, like, how can it be? And how can uh, Bill McQuig be on the air? And how mm -hmm. can uh, Craig... Oh, well, uh, no, hold on now. How can I, all these I, board ops be on the I air? I have a surprise for you coming up. Uh... Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, I, there it goes. That's fine. Hello? That was, here. The, that was the that surprise. That was the surprise. That was great. That must have been Dr. Heffernan. No, I'm not, I think I know who that is. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, no, don't check the other line. Come on, we put you on the air today, and you're going to check the other line? Lee, don't you understand? I have a lesson at 3 o'clock. <laughs> Let me find out another thing from you. Now, supposedly, okay, you know Craig Anderson, right? Yeah, the board op. Okay, now, Craig Anderson, unfortunately, made a big boo-boo the other day by discussing with a call-in listener the A-B book. I mean, in depth. Like you discussed the ratings on the air on the Isle of Dreams? Ratings, the A-B book. Wow. And uh, I'm really in depth saying, uh, when are you on? Shall I write you down, etc. Et oh, no, boy. By, just by slight chance, I had that on tape. Mm -hmm. I was guess like if we could have some kind of party. Uh, I spoke to the. All right, wait a minute. Let's do something special for Craig here. <laughs> for Mike Anthony in the entire Isle of Dreams format. For Bill McQuig. And for Mr. Alibi Ego. <laughs> the 9,900 listeners don't laugh. Yeah. Mm hmm. Book, right? It's asterisk time. <laughs> well, Mike Miller did. He did a similar thing, and look what happened to him. Yeah. 
Now, Mike Miller, yes. before he left on June 18th, I have the letter right in front of me. I can read it to you if you just take a second. Listen to this, okay? This is a letter they sent to Mike Anthony. You listening? You know what Mike Anthony said about me last week? He what? I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a born again. I you betcha. I hear bet. he doesn't listen to his station either. Well, I don't blame him. He just goes by the research. But let me read you this letter they sent to Mike Anthony. It says, Dear Mr. Anthony, Arbitrant Special Service Station Activities Committee has completed its review of your response and other information regarding Mike Miller and his June 18th show. We find no inherent violation of our guidelines. Please note that there was apparently an air check tape regarding the conversation between Mike Miller and a call-in listener. However, one could not be produced by report production deadline. The deadline for complaints was June 25th and resolution by July 12th. Thank you for your cooperation. Nick Green, Special Station Activities Committee. Now, unfortunately, I was just too slow in getting the tape in the mail. But this time, would that mean that if I would put that tape in the mail, are you listening, Doug Young? By the way, you know he called up Stan Major show the other day. Doug Young did? No. Doug Young is a crank caller. On the air? Yeah, he called. He was the WIOD Cox Broadcasting producer was a crank caller? You mean that holier-than-thou company that would never do anything unethical? <laughs> That would never screw any of their employees? Oh, come on. Boy, Mike Anthony must be sore by now. Wow. Um, well, I know Doug won't be sitting down for a week. Yeah. Probably. No, he's out of town visiting his ailing uh, grandmother or something like that. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. <laughs> but now here's the story. When is the summer book over with? September 25th or something yeah. like that. 25th, so that means that there's plenty of time for this tape to go in the mail, right? Of course. Now, yeah. if I ask Mike Anthony, now, I, I consider like a present for Bill Calder, Sandy Payton, Mike Miller, Jerry Sullivan, uh, Stu Goldstein, and all the other various people over there. Et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Nice. The screwies. Dot, now, dot, what, dot. what exactly would happen to them? Don't know. Well, instead of a 1-2, they'd probably get a 1-1. One, one. No, but, I, yeah, that, that'll already happen. With an asterisk. But that, mm -hmm. it'll be an asterisk one, too. Right, they could fight it out with a certain FM station. I don't want to mention the callers, <laughs> but uh, they could be nip and tuck. No, don't, don't mention the data. Uh -uh. No, they're very nervous up there. Oh. Oh. Well, listen, it's uh, really a, you know, a great honor having you back. I have a postcard I guess. of you. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay, see you later. Bye. And any... don't forget, look for the asterisk. Okay. Is there any need for us? He was to... very uh, calm. Yeah. Today, any need for us very... to tell who that was? No. Okay. Six minutes before one at WINZ. We'll come right back. Are you kidding me? We have more cheesecake in here today. I can't believe it. Incredible. Now, what did he do? Eat about half of it up front? <laughs> yeah, he was all over me. <laughs> he was all over you. Well, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> I got some key lime pie. Key lime pie. Great. Now, don't let me overeat there. You know, no. just little bits and pieces, just little yeah, tidbits. Not too much. Slivers. Are you eating any of this? Oh, you might. Wow. He's very picky about what he eats. He will not eat most of what's brought in here, like the stale bagels the other day. Wouldn't touch him. <laughs> this is not stale now, is it? This is all fresh. All fresh. Fresh as can be. Especially for you. Great. He's got a special cake for Stanley. For Stan. Oh, by the way, Stan Major. Almost forgot about him. I have some good hate here for him. Oh, good. And the Stan's special guest today will be? Mark Bosley. Wow. 
The real Mark Mosley, is he going to do a Marlon Bailey impression? Absolutely. I wouldn't let him get out of here without it. And uh, the reason he's going to be here, of course, is because he does Don Johnson. He's Don Johnson on Hallandale Vice. Yeah, Mark's going to do his special Marlon Bailey impression. He's going to do 20 minutes of excuses as to why he didn't bring any jackets with him. <laughs> that ought to be great. He said he's going to bring uh, Stan a Miami Vice jacket. And I said, good, that's the only way he'll ever get one. Yeah. How are you enjoying your Miami Vice jacket, by the way? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I fantasize about it a lot. It's the only way I get to see it. Anyway, here's a picture of our listener in the Bahamas. His name is Max. Mm-hmm. Got a great letter from Max. Is he a big fan? He's a big fan. He also sent us a 50-cent bill with a picture of uh, a queen on it. queen on it, yeah. And uh, he's got a little critique. He says, I've got some comments and some of on some of the present and past hosts and hostesses. As in Twinkies. Mm-hmm. Kathy West. Ooh. She was a very horny person. From the way she spoke, she gave me a dangerous blank. I don't want to... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. A dangerous, yeah, I get it. Erection. Mm-hmm. I can say that. I guess. We just can't Shot say Shot says it. Did he say that? Did he talk about erections when he was here? Constantly. Shame on him. Glenn Hill, the vulture. Go ahead. I can handle it. He has a very preposterous laugh, but in my opinion, he's okay. Don't get rid of him. Well, at least he's half right. (laughs) Stan Major. You can put it right over there. Thank you. Stan Major, he's a low-down, scum-of-the-earth, yellow-belly, egg-sucking, double-crossing, two-timing, cold-blooded degenerate. (laughs) I like these guys that are right to the point. You know what I'm saying? Cut through. Exactly. Get right and he to says, it. we love you in Freeport. Have a wonderful life. Good job, Max. Excellent. Right to the point. Right on target, too. Very perspicacious. <laughs> Boy, there's Michael. Look at Michael here. He's got his Michael Jackson glove on. and uh, I can't believe that people would put this picture in here. Look at that. <laughs> he looks like he's in a dark alley. Boy, I'm telling you. I don't know why he's got a Michael Jackson glove, because he ain't going to do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's nothing there, just like smooth, you know, like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Boy, is he really alive, or is it just, is it like a well, robot? Is he like Max Headroom? Yeah, it, you know, I can't God rule that almighty, out. There's something strange there. Yeah, I can't rule out. And like, they just changed the way he looks. It's not like a facelift, but like different body parts. They, you know, change from one spot to another. Just, uh, I wonder yeah. what body part that cleft on his chin used to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, Michael reminds me of that that top ten most sexy guys that we had a few yeah. months ago, and Max Headroom was like yeah. number seven. But he'd be bad. <laughs> okay, look at those day lines. A couple of lines are not flashing now, and uh, that hurt when that happens. Oh, that's beautiful. What is that? It's a, a pineapple cherry blueberry cheesecake, mm. I bet. Am I right? And, and strawberry. strawberry. Oh, boy. It's a quadactor. Excellent. Well, let's boy. take a few calls while we're getting ready to eat. Broward County, hello. Yo, am I on the air? Sure sounds like it. Yeah. No, Michael Jackson. Jeez, what a jerk. I go to Georgia Tech, okay? Georgia Tech? Yes, the guy... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this the rambling wreck from Georgia Tech? Yes, it is. Okay. My my name is George P. Burdell, yes. No, uh... Budell? (laughs) Burdell. Never mind, you'll never get it. No, he actually owns the rights to the rambling wreck song, Okay. Give me a break. Every time we play the song at a football game, since admission is charged to the game, he gets a cut of it. I mean, what a jerk. Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> I-, I tell you. 
let's not catch him on campus. He'll be out of there in a second. Yeah, you wouldn't want to run into him in the dark alley right behind the dorm, would you? No, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the dorm's right across the street from low-income housing, so... Uh, oh, yeah. we got a lot of his relatives over there. <laughs> hey, by the way, I mean... You, you don't really mean that, do you? You don't really mean what you said. You don't want to come across as a stereotypical Georgia redneck, do you? Hey, if, if the shoe fits, wear it. Okay. Now, that's what I like is honesty. You know, once a redneck, always a redneck. I mean, let's put it this way. Live in Washington, D.C. for a couple of years. See how you feel. <laughs> uh, anyway, by the way, I mean... This guy here sounds in, like he'd have a lot of fun in Davie on the weekends. With some <laughs> no, of those, that's where I'm calling from now. Some of those... Uh, Percale sheets that they were in Davy. I mean, we got the Haitians, we got everything out here. Yeah. Oh, well, I just wanted to put my two cents in. Okay. Well, good luck to you. We'll see you at Lou's Finer Deli. <laughs> uh, let's go to Dade County. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Neil? Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, I, uh, welcome home. Thank you so and, much. And uh, I want to, in all fairness, <laughs> you know, Glenn Hill did a great job for you while you were going. I know. Did a hell of a good job. For, you know, considering all things equal. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he had one caller during the week that gave Well, a, you know, it's better than none. <laughs> he had a terrific play on words. I don't know whether he told you about it or not. Uh, he said that when the Pope is here and he's giving a mass, you and Stan should be there. And and if he's uh, like says it in Latin or anything and people don't understand, they ought to have somebody standing with you and Stan. And when the Pope says somebody should kneel... Hold the, the thing over your head, and they'll kneel, you know? And then when they want them to stand up, they go over huh? Stan's head. Mm-hmm. It's Isn't that good. clever? It's clever a, yeah, word. good line. Great. Okay, Neil, thank you. Thanks so much. Oh. I guess it was good the first time, huh? Yeah, it was a caller that said that, and we laughed. <laughs> okay, let's go to Broward. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Neil? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to throw this at you. I had my civil rights violated yesterday. I went down to uh, Tamiami Park to shoot pictures of the cross where the Pope is showing up. Mm -hmm. I had a Secret Service man and a Metro Dade policeman. Really? Escape my film. They confiscated the film? Ah. Yes, sir. For what? I don't know. Hmm. But I was on the side taking a shot outside of the... of the. Uh, you were on your side? I was on the side of the cross, you know, not in well, the you, In other words, you climbed up the cross to the side. Heck no. I was way over up outside... What were you doing, your Jesus imitation or what? I was outside of the restricted area. Yeah. And this Secret Service man came up and started shaking his badge at me. And I tell you, I was so intimidated... I couldn't even get his name. Hmm. And then a Metro Dade policeman arrived. And they threatened either to remove, take my camera, put me in jail. And then he tried to, con he took the camera away from me. And of course it was, I, I shoot pictures by avocation. I have shot pictures. I usually, all over I usually the world use a camera myself. <laughs> had a roll of film confiscated. Yeah. And they confiscated it. This is the most the disgusting home, I program. Just, I, I just kept getting I batters, everyone to complain to this station. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, good luck to you, ma'am. I hope it all works out. Let's go to uh, Dade County. Hello. Yeah, 
Neil. Hi. Hi, I got to tinkle a little bit, okay? Go ahead. Longest 10 days of my life. Do your Billy Carter routine. All right. We miss you, and I'm glad you're back. And this morning I was shouting, oh, it's almost time for Neil. Last night I said, 16 hours and 20 minutes till Neil. I'm glad you're home. Hey, I have to tell you, the other morning I turned on Sandy the first day she was home. Uh-huh. I, listen, I had to laugh. Um, this gentleman called in and he said, you know, Neil Rogers had something very nice to say about you and your son. And she fired back. She says, he's never met my son. And he went on. Oh, and, yeah. You want to bet, Sandy? Listen, he went on and was trying to say these nice things. And she just became so defensive. And she yelled, must have, and she got higher pitched and higher pitched. Well, how can he say that? He's never met my son. Oh, I know Jason very well. And then this gentleman says, well, how do you know? Maybe he has. And she says, oh, no, I know my son. I know my son. He's never met my son. And it was really uh, a little funny. So I had to let you know about it. Well, I better have a long chat with Sandy. (laughs) It's so good to have you home. Thanks a lot. Everybody was good, but but shots. Okay, but... What what did he do? Talk dirty? No, I just don't like him. I don't like... but, uh, But Glenn was very good. He was really, really good. Yeah, well, that gives me, you know, kind of a barometer to judge all the rest of it by. We're glad you're home. Thank you. Bye. Okay. See, yeah, you know Jason, don't you? Sure. <laughs> I met him. used to hang around that uh, FM studio up there when it was I-95. Mm-hmm. Willie B. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Okay, let's uh, take one in, in Broward. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? I got some inside information on your old buddy, Bobby Lasseter. Yeah. He used to go on uh, computer BBS... Uh, you know, over the telephones, he'd link your computer up with other computers around the county. And he used to use the handle Cookie Man. Next time you talk to him, tell him, uh, say Cookie hello, Cookie Man. That'll blow his mind. Are you serious? I am serious. What do you used to know? Know me as the Fuzz Man. The Cookie Man and the Fuzz Man. I'm the Fuzz Man. His handle was Cookie Man. Everybody used handles. Sounds like something pornographic to me. <laughs> no, not quite. He was, he was a real... Uh, He'd crank up the kids on the computers and uh, argue with them about uh, contrary and all sorts of uh, political things, and he'd have everybody on down on his throat. He'd cause all sorts of trouble on the computer. You mean he was doing he was doing a, a CB talk show? Is that it? Yeah, sort of a CB only via computer. Yeah, and uh, you know it was delayed. Well, he would be good on CB. Yeah, on Channel Nine, he'd be great. Yeah. So if you ever talk to him again, call him Cookie Man. It'll it'll blow his mind how you ever found out what his handle was. Okay. Well, we give his home number out on the year tomorrow. Everybody can call him at home and say hi, Cookie Man. I would love to call him. Uh, I haven't spoken to him in about three years when he used to live on the East Coast. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We got friendly through the computer, and uh, you know, he told me what his real name was eventually. Oh no. Mm. Uh huh. Wow. And also one last thing. Jeff Stryker now has a uh, straight porno out. Really? Yeah, it's called uh, The Big Switch. Not Swish. Yeah. The Big Switch. And it's well, like... it would be a big switch for him. There's no question about that. No, I, I think basically it's straight. If you've seen his, uh, his homo pornos, they're... Uh... His what? <laughs> his what? <laughs> Anything. He just gets done. His homo pornos? His gay pornos. If you've ever watched You mean that, his, his queer... I'm sure you have. His queer... Uh... Pornos. Well, his gay pornos. <laughs> As I say, he doesn't do anything. He just gets, he's a receiver. Yeah. Well, he does look a little. Basically, the guy's probably uh, straight anyway. He looks a little right. like the passive type to me, you know. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever get your poster? 
No, from never the got, no, never no. got the Jeff Stryker poster. And we're very upset about that. I mailed in Thank my you, books and uh, requested one, too, from the fan club. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we better give that to Carmel Cafera to, uh, to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or Ann Bishop, one or the other. Or, yeah, right, exactly. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, Neil, bye. Okay, boy, look at that. we got pizza from Brick Oven. We've got um, cheesecake from Cheesecake Etc. Key Lime Pie. And Key Lime Pie. We've got a special cake for Stan. What is it? That's a secret. Uh, is Stan listening? Yeah, he's probably listening. To oh, yeah, he's on his way now. Oh, he's listening? Okay. Oh, is that the one that says Ding Dong School on yeah. top of it? Yeah. Incredible. He'll go nuts when he's A little he hobby that. horse. Yeah. Dade County, hello. Neil? <laughs> yes. I, I just wanted to tell you that um, Sandy Payton's son's name is Jared, not Jason. Well, I was close. You were close, right. And I saw you yesterday at Calder. Yeah. I wanted, and you were sitting outside. Did I look real depressed? No, you look good. Oh, I was so depressed. No, I... I... At Michael Lee in the ninth race. I'll never forget that as long as I live. The ninth race. I, I don't remember the... The six horse. Well, which, uh, I remember a blazing Bart. No, no, that was the tenth race with Heriberto. Oh. Is today Stan's birthday? Oh, well, happy... <laughs> yeah, I wanted to come over, but you... <laughs> but I tell you, you say you don't like people... Bother you? No, everybody. Uh, you would have been great. Would not let me come over and and tell you who I liked in that in one race and it won. And who who was it? I think it was called. I'm not a better. A medieval road, I believe. Yeah, that was the horse that was claimed. He went off at five to one. Oh. And my good friend Lester Greenshirt told me after the race that John Tamaro claimed him. If he would have told me before the race, I had the two four in that race and it came four two. That's how it went all day yesterday for me. I know, but I... It's a story of my life at Calder. I want to tell you about the the, the Daily Double. Um, at, as soon as my husband bet, he said to me, oh, my... Was, well, the race had just started. He said, Tamaro and Gonzalez. I yep. do some that, you, that I have to bet. And he already had bet something. I said, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Because... And then, then he proceeded to have uh, three in a row and then one later. Yeah. With, I with had the, the, one later, the 12 horse, yeah. And I had the second half, but... And the pick six, I just I didn't do very well. Yeah, well, I had the first three winners, and from there on in, it was drastically downhill. I know. Dramatically. You. And I desperately. wanted to go over, but I know you. I didn't want to bother you. But the next time, if I see you, I will. Well, that'll be at Hialeah. Hialeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Good talking to you. I'm glad you're back. Thanks a lot. I really missed you. And, but... and I'm from Hallandale, even though I'm calling you on a date number. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. See you later. Boy, uh... I don't know how many candles he has, but... Uh, Not enough. I don't think so. <clears throat> they haven't made enough candles. <laughs> Doonesbury. At the Phoenix Shopping Center. Great. That's the thing about the governor out there. Good. Boring. We don't give a damn about Phoenix or Arizona or any place with cactus. We don't care about that. I'm just informing you, that's all. Did you hear about the uh, letter we got from my fan in the Bahamas? Yeah. Say 50 cent bill? Big fan of mine. He said you're a low-down, scum-of-the-earth, yellow-belly, egg-sucking, double-crossing, two-timing, cold-blooded degenerate. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> Can we borrow your lighter for a second? <clears throat> Thank you. I think it needs some more food in here. Yeah. 
Well, got you know sweets. that I'm back. We got sweets, Stan. <laughs> we got everything that you like. We got cakes and pizzas yeah. and you name it. All your favorites. Well, I love this stuff about Easter four eggs. o'clock in the afternoon, not at not at one o'clock. Oh, why well. not? Because he just crawled out of the just sack. Just crawled out of the sack. Yeah. Boy, can't eat yet. That's why I couldn't talk this morning. I slept too late. I slept till eight thirty. Good lord. Yeah. It's like oh, I didn't leave the house till nine o'clock. Oh boy. Well, I had made up my mind. I'm not. You know, I'm going to put it off as long as I can. <laughs> and you did. You bet. That's why you uh, didn't unlock the office, huh? Yeah. Didn't even have time to do that. Mm-mm. So you haven't seen the rearranged furniture. Oh, great. I can hardly wait. <laughs> and well, while the, I'm eating uh, lunch, you can do the rest of the show, and I'll have a little uh, pizza and go look <laughs> in the office. Let's take a break here. 124 at WIA. You ordinarily don't do on the show besides eating. Coming up. <laughs> Never get all those candles blown out. Boy, they had a celebration I hear at the Country Walk uh, Nursery this morning. It was incredible. (laughs) Unbelievable. All little kids were blowing out the candles. Wishing happy birthday to Uncle Stan. (laughs) What is it, uh, 39, like Joey Reynolds? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Uh, blow blow out candles the candles. Out. They're, they're melting the great Go ahead. Yeah. Do a great job. <laughs> All right. Mm. All Good. four of them. Why four candles? Four. Four years old? As in four years old. Very good. He catches on very quick. Right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's just take a couple of calls. And when you call in Stan today with the Mark Mosley, you might want to wish Stan happy birthday or not, as the case may be. <laughs> Nate County, hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, Neil. Let me say it again. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, Fort Myers, Florida. No, come on. Yes. My favorite place. Would you put me on, sir? No. Love it. This is uh, Thank you. radio home of the late and great John McHugh. John McHugh? You remember John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to John? <laughs> well, we're hoping not to find out. <laughs> well, I remember he used to... Uh, Broadcast over WCAI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been in all the big stations, you know, Port Charlotte and Fort Myers. Yeah, this is a, this is a pretty big And he butchered, he butchered this station up on a weekend for many, many months. In fact, just the other night, it's funny you should mention his name. I was wondering how it is that would they ever left him on the air here that long. <laughs> you know, I was flabbergasted when I was listening to you on Sunday. And uh, you said that John McHugh would be coming on in the evenings. <laughs> yeah. As uh he was so good over here. Oh, he was great. My favorite. Out of business. Yeah. Closed down. He was real good at Radio Shack, too, man. Nobody could sell a battery like like uh, John. He was great. Well, I thought you might might be able to tell me where he was now. Well, we'll try to find out for you. I bet you one of our I bet one of our radio spies will call in before two o'clock and let you know. Oh, before I let you go, uh, did you know that Wolfman Jack is in Southwest Florida this uh, weekend? Well, that's exciting. He's doing a. Uh, Remote from one of the auto dealerships down in Naples. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's right. He, hey, listen, uh, the guy will take, he's like Willard Scott, man. Mm-hmm. He will go anywhere and take anybody's right. money. What he's doing, he's going to do a, he's going to do a new uh, radio show in L.A. Uh, he said the transmitter's located in Mexico. Yeah. Well, that's a good place for him. And he's going to do it. Tijuana. He's going to do it from home. He says all you have to do is get out of bed and 
and spin his records. Okay, sir. Well, listen, have a wonderful life, and we hope we find John McHugh for you, because if anybody deserves him... Broward, hello. Yeah, I want to talk to Glenn. Uh, go ahead. Turn your radio down. Okay, Glenn? Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. How are you doing? Fine. Okay, I just wanted to thank you. I got the uh, tape in the mail today, and it's fantastic. Good. Yeah, you guys are doing a hell of a job. You can say that again. The only thing you didn't do is send a picture of Arlene. Um, sir, trust me. <laughs> trust me. Stick with your fantasy, okay? <laughs> I did you a favor. Is that what yeah, I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Well, it's great to have Neil back, and you guys are doing one heck of a job, and the hell with everybody else. Okay, thank you. I'll tell Thanks you. Thanks again, I'll Glenn. And tell Neil, Neil nice you said so. Thank you. Yeah, what a great call. <laughs> Why, because he tinkled all over you? Is that is that the criterion for what makes just, a great call? Just kidding. Is if they call in and they tinkle all over you, and thank you so much for the tape, and you're a great American, and you never ate a worm, you know, that you didn't like, and all of a sudden, what, what the hell is that? What kind of a call is that? It's better than those misfits, you know, ripping me. Wrong. If I have a choice. That's what makes the whole show is the misfits ripping you. All right. Yeah, and, you and love those And who said calls. that they're misfits? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Just because they have good taste and they're pers perspicacious. <laughs> Glenn is a big superstar. I don't know why he's so insecure. Yeah, all of a sudden, after last week, he became a superstar in his own mind. <laughs> By okay. the way, the guy at the restaurant last night was yanking our chain. They're not on the air? Cafe de Genève is not on the air. I even asked Terry. Did you tell the... that story? No. I think it's a fantastic story. Can I tell it's an it? incredible story. Go ahead. I'll eat and you tell a story. Uh, Neil and I are eating there at this restaurant. Cafe and... de Genève on Andrews Avenue. Yeah, every th everything that we want, they don't have. They've run out their long, right. long Labor Day holiday last day right. at night. I was singing My Wife Left Town with a Banana. They right. had no bananas for us because they had no bananas. <laughs> we, we were looking forward to Bananas Foster. You know, the guy comes over and he says, gee, you're not going to believe this. We're out of bananas. God. And then and, and we looked at him, and, you know, how can you be out of bananas? I mean, you have to send somebody down the street to, to the Winn-Dixie right. to pick up some bananas. Isn't, sure. that, isn't that a dessert they named after George Foster? But of the Reds? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Great-looking guy. George who? <clears throat> anyway, so this guy looks like what he's got to... What am I asking to, him uh, about George Foster? No, that's what I... I he doesn't even shot. know who Dale Murphy is. This waiter, right. this waiter says... Um, you know, he, he's looking at us, and, and evidently he has to give some old reason. Old guy. Old guy, and they're, uh, that they're running out of food. They didn't have the cheese soup. They, they had to make up new soup and that kind of thing. And he says, uh, I, I don't know the reason for it. We've had a lot of people in here, uh, you know, this, this long holiday weekend. He said, I think it's because we had some commercials running on Neil Rogers' program on WINZ. And I'm looking at Neil, and Neil's looking at me. And we didn't, we didn't say anything, and then the guy left. And we both fell over in the booth, and I said, I never heard them on the air. And uh, then he started thinking about it, and he yeah, thought he that maybe... convinced that maybe yeah. I had cut it. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. <clears throat> so it's incredible. Our sales department's got a great tool here, even if you're not on the Neil Rogers yeah. show. Even if you have not bought See, I get spots. blamed. I was out of town for 10 days. I get blamed for the fact that they run out of everything that we wanted. <laughs> oh, it's Neil Rogers' fault, see? I got blamed for everything So this guy while obviously knew who I was, and he didn't, uh, this was his way of being clever. That's why I'm glad you're back. Because... Wouldn't it have been a lot more clever if he would have just said no check? Now, I don't like that, as you know. I like wouldn't it. that have been... Yeah, you like it. You're a reason I go out with you. You're a freeloader. He's always looking for a freebie. Oh, I think we're going to get a check. I think we're going to get a check. <laughs> Panic. Panic sets in. The worst freeloader next to uh -huh. Jerry You-Know-Who oh, no. in Boston. 
Uh-uh. Guy, guy down the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, SK? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Ego. Mr. Excuses. You right. bet. Not only does he want to eat free in his restaurants, he wants to be able Friends. to give his cards out to everybody in town, and when they come in and mention his name, they're supposed to get a freebie. Wow. That's great. Of course, he doesn't have any friends, so it doesn't make any difference. Uh, <laughs> Broward, hello. Broward. That must be fruitcake again. No, he's in Dade. Let's put that one on hold. <laughs> Dade County, hello. Yeah, can I speak to Neil, please? Yeah, speaking. Neil? Yeah. Glad to hear you back. Yeah, what's up? I got one question for you. I want to give, you know, I want to send my tape in for the songs and everything. Yeah. But I don't want to send it through the mail. I want to bring it in. Why? Would there be any problem with that? Why? I don't send things through mail. I don't like mailing anything. Why do you want to bring it in? Huh? What do you want to bring it in for? Why not? I might bring more than that in. Really? <laughs> is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> the promise. Yeah, you see the direction this call is yeah, going. I yeah. see the erection this call is mm. going in right now. <laughs> Sir, anybody that talks like that, you know, obviously it's wishful thinking. Well, why not? See, he thinks he's going to get to come back and be on the show. And no, no, we're not doing him. that anymore. Aren't you wishful? Do you notice that none of the people that uh, we had on the show have, we've never heard from them again. <laughs> Carlos, uh, Adam, what was the girl's name? Linda. Linda. That's the parents. Well? Parents are Hmong, man. Well, Linda. what? All three of you are uh, crack-ups. You can, <laughs> you can bring it in, drop it. Are you it. speaking English, sir? What language are you speaking in? I'm speaking my language. Why? What, what language are you speaking? Okay, hold on a minute. Where do you buy your toys, sir? Hello? They left. Oh, they, they hung no. up. Okay, go ahead, sir. What the hell do you want? <laughs> I said I would like to bring my tape in to get a copy of a couple of those songs. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Pardon? That's what I thought you said. Yeah. And you know what the answer is? Send, it in, the, send it in the mail like everybody else. <laughs> oh, come on. i got to be different. No way, Jose. I'm, I'm not a clone. I'm you... an original. Oh, you got a big mustache? <laughs> Yes, I do. What is that guy that does the sports drawings? He draws... Um, oh, yeah. Um, got that big, yeah. ridiculous mustache. I saw him on a, a spot and last he's always night. drawing. Oh. He's mm -hmm. always doing these uh, drawings of young, like jockeys, of young, like Cash Asmussen, you and know? They're bad drawings, too. Yeah. That speakerphone's gross. Good. That's the way we like it. <laughs> we like to distort our voices so you're not sure who it is. It's going to be gone, too. I like that. Yeah. Okay, well, good luck to you, sir. Okay. Have a great life. You too. Okay. Engineering department is threatening to uh, make it so that we can't do what you're doing right now. Why is that? They don't like the little clicks and pumps. You know what? I don't give a damn what they like. We're not doing the show for the engineering department, okay? <laughs> really? Punch up 71 on there, will you please? <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you believe that? <laughs> are you on? Wait, let me do it again. Let me do it again. It was ringing. I'm Why sorry. are you messing with everything you touch? Still ringing. I'll be darned. Attention, engineering department. <laughs> Bug off. <laughs> they don't like the clicks and pops. That's the whole idea. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> I mean, anybody can put them on hold and, you know, do this uh, pseudo phony right. stuff. Like Sandy and Jared. <laughs> I know Jared real well. In fact, uh, 2 o'clock. Hello, Dave. Uh -huh. Yeah, me and me again. 
What do you mean, you again? How come I didn't get him disconnected? Broward, hello. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hill. Yes, sir. When you got to go, you got to go. Will you get out of that tunnel that you're in? Speak into the phone, sir. Are you taking me to me, sir? Yeah. 2713, Michigan State. You want to hear the Michigan State fight song? Sir? Oh, don't. Uh, no. Let's hear it. Let's no. hear it. Are you from, yeah. uh, did you go to Michigan State? No, sir. I went to Michigan. You went to Michigan? Boy, Mom. pathetic. Mom. Another Mom. Michigander. Huh? Went, oh, boy. Uh, let me tell you, I went to the real UM. University of Miami. Un University of Mung. No, no, no. Hey, we be up, we be up on Florida. So what? What do you want? An award? Absolutely, and they won't play us again for 1992. Bunch of wimps. Uh huh. We'll get in their get in their conference. I'll play you every couple times a year. Oh yeah, they dropped us to play Tulsa, Tulsa, Montana State. Real power. What do you think about the Dolphins this year, Mister? Uh, Forget it. No, Dolphins are going to be all right. Forget it. As long as Jaworski is quarterback. If they could play Buffalo every week, they'd be in great shape. Ten and six playoff team. Yeah. Try eight and uh, yeah. eight. And eight. I well, had a very interesting conversation with Hank Goldberg about you. Really? Yes. <laughs> I asked him if you and if you two were the same. You wouldn't deny it. <laughs> so that leads us up to speculation. What do you think about uh, Moore and Nathan being uh, dropped? I was really surprised at that. Yeah, well, it's if, any, if anyone did take that, I'd like to shake their hands. I mean, I'm a little surprised at the linebacker situation. They only kept four linebackers. You think they're keeping, keeping Jaws for a trading bait? I would think so, because yeah. they, need, they need some help at linebacker. Listen, a lot of quarterbacks got cut yesterday. Yeah, they got uh, Chuck Lucina, yeah. Mike Schuler. Yeah. Who must be upset? His boy okay, well, listen, enough of this sports talk. <laughs> Let's hear it for the Spartans. Moan. Did you see their coach, by the way, with the beer belly? That's MSU, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> all the whole team sits out there at the gables and drinks six-packs. Drinks Meisterbrow by the half gallon for hours. Do the Hurricanes play any Big Ten teams ever? Yeah, they play some tough teams like Wisconsin, <laughs> Northwestern, oh, Northwestern, that's the Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this stuff again. And occasionally, again. when they really get bold. They take on the Fighting Spartans of East Lansing, where the temperature never passes 50. Only when you're on vacation. And the Red Cedar River is made of rubber. I think the high, the high in Detroit is 82. Listen now. Oh, are we getting to it? Are we in close? This is it. Long time. We're in it. Lock key, but nothing is perfect, you know. Sounds like the Yazoo City, man. Hey, they're all stoned out of their mind. Leave them alone. They can't walk and play at the same time. That's it.
my favorite part. There it is. Forty-three at wins. We'll come back. Those things. Uh, you can listen, I, and I have for a half hour, forty-five minutes, and there is absolutely nothing on the air except this guy is a jerk, that lady is a whatever. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Fourteen till two, and uh, Stan will be along with Mark Mosley at two o'clock. Boy, I can't right. wait for that, huh? Yeah. Mark's funny. Can you wait for that? <laughs> Dade County. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to tell you something that I saw over the weekend in front of a pantry pride in Skylake Mall. The Herald had somebody hawking T-shirts with a free with a free T-shirt with the subscription. With what? If you'd quit if you'd quit moving things around, we could hear what the lady is saying. <laughs> he's he's shuffling pizza around on the table. Go I, ahead. I'm sorry. I just thought it was funny. I thought it looked pretty pathetic. Fella out there uh, trying to sell subscriptions by giving you a free T-shirt. You mean to the Herald? Uh-huh. Boy, that's desperate. And the people were just walking by. Nobody would even... He looked like a bum, for one thing. And yeah. It was... I, I thought... Well, you, you don't know it. That's Dick Capen now. He's out there hawking his own paper. Oh, terrific. <laughs> well, I just wanted to let you know that. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay. All right. Thank you. I wonder if it was a Pope Tour t-shirt. You've seen those? I wonder if the Herald is going to pick on the uh, Pope this time, like the, the last time he was here. And I don't know why everybody keeps telling me. I keep referring to the fact that the last time the Pope came here, the church tried to get me off the air. And they say, oh, that was the previous pope. It wasn't the previous pope. It was this pope. Mm -hmm. It was this Neanderthal. It was him. He was here in 79. Mm -hmm. See how time flies while you're making little babies? <laughs> it's incredible. Broward, hello. Hi, Neil. And by the way, we like those pops and pukes on the phone, so just leave our speakerphone alone, <laughs> fix it. Yeah, leave let me it alone. Talk. Let me talk. Go ahead. About the Café de Genève. Yeah. Last week on Stan's show, after you had Linda Thornton, he wanted to know if the fondue at the Café de Genève was any good. And I called. I said I had eaten there and that it was pretty good. So that may be the reason for that plug. Really? Yeah. So am I entitled to any monetary remuneration? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can you can pay a re reimburses for our check last night. It was about 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Well, I think you'll have to go to the restaurant for that. No, no. You're, in other words, you are the one responsible for us going there. So if you want to, you know, do it fair, I'm responsible you a... for the great business they did over last weekend. Oh, I see. Well, then go over there and tell them that uh, you're a friend of ours, and they'll charge you double. Okay. I mean, the guy's a real comedian, you know. Who? The waiter. He was. No, he thought he was. Okay, I'll, I'll never plug them again. Okay. Also, one of the. Things... Was, by the way, it was okay. It was. It was. Uh, you know, okay. Okay. Not sensational. Okay. Oh. um... John 3.16? Yeah. I had it right here. It reads, and I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I always like that. My favorite quote from the Bible. Okay. Wait, one last thing. Yeah. Don't let me stop you now. You're on a roll. Okay, speaking of uh, Jeff Stryker, Power Tool, etc. Yeah, there's a great line in that movie, too. You know what it is? How can I anyone get any words out of their mouth with uh, seeing what was in it? That's true. Okay. Have you ever seen Centurions? Are you Rome? another one of these guys that is into these... Neil! Wait a minute. Neil! I... Neil! Is this your show? Do I have to ask permission to speak? Okay, go ahead. No, I don't want to say it now. Go ahead. 
Have you ever seen Centurions of Rome? No. Starring the incomparable Miles Long? No. In unbelievable. I'm not into eels, okay? I'm not into that <laughs> disgusting. I'm not into that stuff, okay? I'm this not interested. beyond eels, straight into freaks of nature. No, I'll pass. He was practically tripping over it. I'll pass. <laughs> okay, Neil, see you around. Okay. That's what was so important that he had to interrupt you to say yeah. that. Have to be gagged and bound. Good lord. Okay. Evidently, when you watch that film, I guess he thought it was important. Don't you understand who we're dealing with here? We're dealing with the fringe of humanity on this show. Dade County, hello. Justin. And that's the host. I'm adjusting. Are you going to speak to us or are you just going to play the radio? Adjusting. Are you going to speak to us or are you just going to play the Dade County, hello. Neil? Yeah. How you doing? Okay. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. Guys, are real, uh, we got more comedians today. The friends. Uh, how was your vacation? Terrific. Boy, I wish it would never end it. I wish I never came back from Batavia Downs. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I had dinner at Mancuso's restaurant. It was sensational. The veal was delicious. It was, everything was great. I had nothing, <laughs> nothing but winners at the track. It was great. Uh-huh. Okay, that's good. Well, um, I'm just glad to say that... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Spit it out now. Come on. Don't hold back. No, we missed you. The thing is that uh, the bird had some awful shows. and uh, Like the one with Dave Barry. No, the one with... Uh, Steve Sonsky. Yeah, with him. Terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm starting to enjoy these calls. <laughs> Why are you making gurgling sounds now? I thought that it was a funny comment. Okay, take care, Neil. Okay, thank you. Good call, sir. Excellent. <laughs> Broward, hello. Hello, oh, Neil? Yeah. Um, my name's Al. I met you over at Batten's uh, Strawberry Farm. Oh, yeah. And uh, At Batten's Fruit Stand. Yeah, right, right. And uh, one call I have to tell you about, first of all, I'm glad you're back from your vacation. I hope you had a good one. Yeah. And uh, you know that record, uh, I-95 song? Yeah. If you go over to Peaches and Sunrise, they have a sign up that says Neil Rogers' song. Great. Well, I'm glad they're selling it because we can't play it. <laughs> yeah, they're selling quite a few of them over there. But uh, uh, I want to get with your producer about doing some advertising for the business. I had spoke to you once before, and I have lost your name. You gave me the lady's name once before. Yeah. Can you give the name over the air? Or? Well, why don't I? We just take your number. We'll give. We'll pass it along to the appropriate people. All right. Uh, it's bye bye, Birdie. No, 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 no. Hold on a minute. Hold on, we'll take it off the air. Okay? Oh, all right. Okay, hold on. It's on six, and we can pass it on to Arona Barrett. Let's go to uh, Broward again. Hello. Adios. Dade County, hello. Should we go for three in a row? Hello. Neil? Yes. How you doing? A voice. Voice. Why, there been... Not much of a voice, but a voice. <laughs> uh, Leroy Neiman is who you're looking for. Exactly. Big mustache. I'm a little worried about Leroy. Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder how long it took him to grow that thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or who's been, <clears throat> who's he been sitting under to grow that thing? Well, well, that's another story. So how was your uh, trip? Okay. Good, good. Yeah. I just wanted to call you and let you know about Leroy. Okay, thanks. Okay, buddy. See ya. <laughs> Great call. We have had a string of them since about 1.30, boy. Yeah. Since the food came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dade, hello.
PD over at Life. <laughs> it is Life. Yeah. That is definitely They're not satisfied life. with a 10 share, you know. Now they got to start piping their Muzak in on our show. That was, they figure they can put it together, get a 19 share. Yeah, that was definitely life. No, no question No, no question it. at all. That background music. <laughs> like a nightmare that you hear in the back of your mind. That's day right. after day, hour after hour. Like you've been locked into a psychiatrist waiting room. Locked into a psychiatrist. Broward, hello. What's going on here all of a sudden? Oh, I know what it is. It's getting close to Stan's show. <laughs> See, I go on vacation for 10 days, and I forget how soon they, everything was fine till one thirty, and now they're all coming out of the woodwork. Out of That's the funny, too. Yeah, that's when yeah. it always starts. Uh, howdy, Uncle Eel. I mean, Neil. <laughs> Uncle Eel? Boy, I'd never been called that before. Boy, Ob if you only knew what a yeah, joke that was. Obviously, you don't know Neil. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'll tell you, Glenn's show is all right. All these people calling in, putting it down. No way. You can even ask Glenn. I called him about six or seven times. Ask him if he remembers me. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people did that. Yeah, that was the best call. Oh, that was me the whole time. That oh. was the best call. Every single call, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a medley of your caller. Medley <laughs> of my callers. Listen, did you, did you catch uh, Ranger Bob? Ranger Bob. The Ten Horse? No, Ranger Bob. On uh, Channel 39. The 10 horse in the fourth race. Oh. <laughs> what is he talking about? Channel 39. Channel 31. Channel, channel 31. Yeah. There's no such thing. There's such two. There's 33. <laughs> there's 39. He's on the cable. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about Rochester. Oh. Ranger no. Bob. I don't have hey, any idea. He was a DJ up in uh, Rochester for a Who? while. He's a funny guy. Ranger Bob? How are we supposed to know what you're talking about? He's old. Oh, well, I'm glad just... this is almost over. I have no idea. <laughs> what the hell's your problem, man? My God. <laughs> the, uh, what is this? The fringe of society? Yeah. Is that fringe. Right? The fringe. The fringe of human Not life. <laughs> well, listen, I'm glad that uh, you and the bird had a great time while I was away, <laughs> but uh, all good things must come to an end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell yeah. the desperate one not to come on the air at 2 o'clock. We're really sick of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll tell him you said so. See, you're Stan Major fan. See, it's days like this when you punch the lines that I get a little, just a little glimmer into what Kyle's uh, day is like, you know. Broward, hello. Yeah, how you doing there, Neil? Okay. Good. Uh, listen, uh, Glenn, I'm still waiting on my record. What record? Uh, the record that I had uh, supposedly supposed to... Yeah, will you, will you get with it already? Those were mailed out. How come the guy hasn't got his record yet? You mean the, the crepitation the contest? He's been goofing off all week all right. long. He's been acting superstar. Those were mailed out. Goofing off while on the job. Those and, uh, were you know, mailed I, out, like, sir. Like, Tom Jicka? The day... I don't see him on my calendar, on that busy calendar. The day after Neil went on vacation. one guest in six months and he can't get it booked. We mailed them out Friday, a week ago. Obviously. I mean, I can't control the mail, sir. They were mailed out here. Don't the, believe a word he said. The day, <laughs> the day after Neil went on vacation, they went in the mail. Well, I've even checked with my postman, and he hasn't been making any awkward or unusual noises, so uh, obviously he hasn't intercepted it. All right. Well, I can't control the mail, but they're long gone. You should have had it a long time ago. No, I haven't got any yet. Well, it's out of my hands. Yeah, but I, do, I did hear a rumor that your mailman stopped at the flagpole. <laughs> And was taking up squatters' rights, so he may be practicing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that it? I think it's enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, I, I've got uh, somebody in my throat. 
He's got a frog in his throat. Even a guy that sounded like almost rational, don't send him the record. Screw him, you know what I'm saying? It sounded like semi-rational for a couple of minutes, and then all yeah. of a sudden he lost it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, once it gets time for Major to come on, the whole world loses it. <laughs> they lose their grip on reality. Well, it's understandable. And today they're really going to lose it because Mark Mosley's going to be on oh. here doing voices of people who haven't been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's going to be doing voices of guys who aren't even on the air yet. Guys he met down at the U Totem on the corner of Miami Gardens Drive and 47th Avenue. There's a great crowd that hangs out there. In fact, we ought to do a remote. Is that a Circle K? You know the one I'm talking about up way on the corner of Miami Gardens Something Drive? Like that, it's the only, yeah. like... Yeah. convenience store anywhere within about three miles yeah, of here. conflict though we'll get people on that are going to go on wiod you know we'll uh we'll get them on yeah but we could screen some of them out get some better host for them <laughs> well maybe well listen that's going to do it and certainly is depressing to be back but uh you know life goes on in the big city and we all need the money mike wolf <laughs> is standing by with the headlines cbs has the world news at the top of the hour and stan major is going to be impersonating mark mosley doing his marlon bailey routine at 206 